Welcome to the weekend live show. 508 We run down the biggest stories of the week with you every Saturday night. Let us know in the comments right now where are you repping. Patchy Junction, Taunton, Worcester, Long Island, Mantrog, South Florida, Webster, Malden, Framingham, Tucson, Lorica, Salem, Gloucester, Moosup, Connecticut, Charleston, South Carolina, Oslindale, Moosup, Connecticut, London, Hanson, Glendale, Arizona, Lynn, Mapleville, Quincy, Food stands, leave your clothes, buddy, in. Hey, them with you, buddy, out of sky, man. Have you ever heard of Trevor Wood? Yeah. Are you a fan? 508 is where I'm from Hey, what's up? 508 is where I'm from What the hell was that? You a friggin' idiot Stop telling people that I'm mentally deranged and stupid Call me Aiden He's not a doctor, but Get out of my school, please You're a fucking loser You are a loser You're not a journalist You're nobody You're not turtle hair Don't make such fun of the criminal justice system. NFL on the house, log that. Let's get this party. It's go, 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 go time. Tick, tick, boom. Bring that noise. Go, baby, we bringing our toys. Bring the boys. Chop up the thing, it should be on the board. Bang, bang, we gon' ride out. Gang, gang, we don't die out. Want it like this, ain't no timeouts. Tell me who really gon' find out. We be disturbing the peace. Working, we serving the streets. About to go ahead, going beast. Bang, bang, leave you sleep. Tick, tick, boom. Hard body, body, and not scaring nobody. You make me resort to wildin'. You must be blind by the diamonds. But y'all won't need to try this So it's no way around it You the loudest one It's going quiet We get We be disturbing the peace Working, we serving the streets About to go ahead, going beast Bang, bang, leave you sleep Serving up peace, working, we serving the streets. About to go ahead, going beast. Bang, bang, leave you sleep. Hey, what's up, everybody? Turtle Riders, how's everyone doing out there tonight? Good, good, excellent. Welcome to the live show, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host. They call me Uncle Turtle Boy around these parts. My real name's Aiden, or you can call me Clarence Woods Emerson. Uh, like I said, old school riders, they call me Uncle Turtle Boy. Uh, I prefer doctor, though, if I'm being perfectly honest, because if Jill Biden's a doctor, then so am I. My Twitter handle is at Dr. Turtle Boy. That's D O C T O R Turtle Boy. 
I just passed 50,000 followers the other day. That's pretty cool. I was banned from that platform for a couple of years. So thanks to Elon Musk, I get to stay on there now. And I feel like, you know, like I used to have a Facebook page with 112,000 followers in 2017. Can you believe that? 2017. And that was taken away on November 28th. It was a very sad day. And I thought like that's kind of maybe that's the end of Turtle Boy because I was so dependent on Facebook. But, you know, I just kept rebuilding, reloading, uh, making new pages. I've probably had at least 50 pages. Facebook is like our smallest platform now. Like it doesn't matter. Um, YouTube, we have like 48,000 subs on air. Like I said, 50,000 on Twitter and on Facebook. Uh, the, actually, the Clarence Woods Emerson account is over 40. But the other one, the Turtle Boy account is at like 37 like never goes up like what it gets like facebook blows like we don't even need facebook anymore i feel like it's like the wackest platform instagram i don't know how we have an instagram we must have at least 25 on there i don't know i don't run that gram we have a tiktok i don't know how to do it i don't do the dancing um i tried it a couple times i got bored with it i just don't like the people on tiktok no offense i don't like the creators it gets a bunch of boundless millennial like losers like and i don't know i just have no no interest in that but Anyway, uh, welcome to everybody. Welcome to the Rumble Rats over there. I see all 170, 180, 190. No, 200 of you and counting. Okay. So, hey, hello, Jay, Jay Gill and XO Michelle, the Rumble Rats over there, both of you in the comments. So, anyway, uh, and, and welcome to all the Turtle Riders over here as well. But, anyway, guys, uh, if you like the program, and you want to donate to it. I got bad news for you. They took away our super chat a while ago because we had the wrong opinions about a certain president's vaccine mandate. But we just went and built our own platform. It's called Turtle Chat. If you click at the link at the top of the stream, uh, pinned to the top of the comments, click on that. You can donate whatever amount of money you want. When you do that, you can write a little message. I will get that message in my inbox and I will read it out loud to the class. Uh, all donos are greatly appreciated. Uh, especially in the light of, uh, you know, being sued and not being, oh, I am being sued. I'm being sued by a couple of people still. Jamie General is still suing me. Julia Mejia is still suing me, but also, um, nine felony charges, nine felony charges. Uh, I did find this out by the way. I did find this out. Um, let me just talk about this for a minute. So, uh, announcement, Ken Mello has told my attorney that there will be no indictments before Christmas. There'll be no indictments before Christmas, which sounds like there's no grand jury before Christmas. So that means he lied. He lied in court the other day when he, when he, the, when they made the argument, like the whole basis for the denial of giving me my cell phones back was that this should, should this should be heard in superior court because he's going to be indicted and a grand jury has been whatever. And so the judge is like, yeah, yeah, fuck it. Kick it up there. I don't want to deal with this shit. Like that was the whole basis. Well, surprise, surprise, there is no grand jury yet. I'm sure that's coming, but it didn't exist at the time. And there will be no indictments before Christmas, which means no arrests before Christmas. And, you know, what that tells me is they got nothing. They're just making shit up as they go on. Now, that doesn't mean they're not going to try to come up with something. Because here's the deal with this, too. So, uh, Brian Tully yesterday, I saw this in... Uh, an anonymous person posted this on the justice page and then Sean in the Gulf posted it on the, uh, whatchamacallit. He posted it on the, uh, Twitter. He, Sean in the Gulf is a mad dog on Twitter these days. <laughs> Someone let Sean off his leash. because He just 
he's got he's got time to do the shit that I don't, and that's just destroy trolls. Like there are certain troll slayers on uh, Twitter. Like Semeline is one of them. Shaun of the Gulf is murdering trolls. Like there's so many. I I don't even have to deal with them because <laughs> these people just do it, and they just murder them. You know. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so so there. Wait, what's what people saying? I'm restricted from commenting. Oh yeah, don't let your guard down. No, I'm not letting my guard down. I assume it's coming eventually. Don't believe me, but you know that's just what they said. That's what he said. He put it in writing. So uh, if he does, he does. But Sean is just follow Sean of the Gulf on Twitter because it's freaking entertaining as shit. Now I don't. I I I trust Sean. Uh, I think a lot of some of the things he said is, has been very insightful. Some of the things haven't come true. So take everything with a grain of salt. Um, but it's entertaining as hell. Let me just tell you that much. Where did, how did I start with this? Oh yeah. So Brian, so he posted about Brian Tully knocking on doors. So I contacted him and I'm like, what doors? And he told me the name of the, the a woman who had her door knocked on. And I've talked to this woman before. And so apparently Tully went to her house and knocked on her door and asked her, uh, if she was willing to talk to him. And she said about what, uh, the investigation of Aiden Carney. And she said, fuck off. <laughs> and that's what people do. It's like, you can do that. You can just tell the police to fuck off. You, you do. I've always said this from the beginning. Don't talk to cops. Cops are not there to help you. Like talk to a lawyer who will talk to the cops for you. If, the, if necessary, you have rights, especially cops in Canton. Assume any guy, guy with a gun and a badge in Canton is up to no good. Just, they're not up to, they're, they're not, they're not there for good reasons. They're not there to figure out who killed John O'Keefe. I'll tell you that much. Cause they already know. Uh, well, they have a general idea. They may not know cause they don't want to know, you know? Uh, so they might, uh, we can get into that. Some theories I have on how that's going to go down. Cause I gotta be honest with you. I'm thinking about this more and more. And I'm like, what is Sarah Levinson and Julie Nagel going to do? What are they going to do? Wait, like, what are they going to do? Those two. Because they, you know, they saw something. I suppose they can just say they didn't see anything. Oh, there's a murder? Oh, shit. Get the fuck out of here. That's crazy. That's wild. That is wild to me. And, like, I wonder if they were jealous that Colin got to leave first. Like, Colin gets to leave, but they didn't get to leave. What's up with that? They he got to get out of there real quick. That's interesting. That's interesting. So, anyway, uh, the reason that I think that they're going uh, to door to door like this, and the woman whose door they knocked on uh, has been targeted by like the crusty panties people. Uh, you know, they think that she's like some big source for me. She's not. <laughs> she's like she's a Cantonite. Um, who I've had, con I actually talked to her previously about Sandra Birchmore, like not even like before this whole thing happened, I talked to her about the Sandra Birchmore case. It's the first time I spoke with this person. And, uh, so I guess she told him to fuck off, which is her right to do. And it just shows you that like, I'm like this woman, I'll tell you right now, the person if they're not going to hurt to her. If Tully's watching this right now, which I know he is, um, 
I, I, I guess I want him to waste his time because it's kind of funny. But I, in, in the Christmas spirit, I just want to tell like you're wasting your time. You are barking up the wrong tree. You if you use it like so, it, it just shows that they're fishing. They have like a hunch, right? They're working off of tips from like crime dogs, like Natalie the German, Natalie the Hun, and uh, she's telling them, "Oh yeah, he's uh, this person is is his source." Natalie doesn't know shit. So they're 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 harassing some woman in Canton, trying to get shit from her. Uh, I didn't break the law, so there's that. I didn't break any laws. So, uh, yes, hello, bro. Everybody, say hi to Brian Tully. Um, I'm sorry you look like a human penis. It's really unfortunate. It's sorry that I'm sorry that you're going around looking for leads in light of the bad news this week. I know I know that Brian Tully had a bad week this week uh, because the district attorney's office was confirmed to have been involved right in the uh, is confirmed to have been. Uh, let's see. He's confirmed to have been uh, investigated by the FBI and he's trying to stop it from happening. He's really nervous about it. So that means they're all nervous about it, right? They're all worried. And like Tully's like, well, maybe if we just double down on the corruption and start arresting more people and coming up with more indictments, I personally, if I was in Brian Tully's position, I would be more worried about like making a deal with the feds or, you know, who can I rat on the first year? Like, can I run on Proctor? Can, who can I blame? Can I blame Morrissey? Because, you know, they're going to start doing it. If I were them, I, I would get in front of that. Like Brian Higgins did. Like Brian Higgins got in front of it. There's no doubt in my mind Brian Higgins has given them an ample amount of information in, in exchange for some sort of deal, right? Albeit, like, uh, maybe a year. Like, you know, he's going to lose gun his badge. He's no longer going to be a federal agent. Uh, and I would assume that he would have to do a little time in jail, a little bit, if he plays his cards right, if he plays his cards right. But, you know, we'll see what happens. And yes, as Olivia says, who is not Karen Reed, and some people are really jealous of Olivia Nile and Karen Reed, right? Uh, but as she points out here, it's funny how they suddenly care about conflicts of interest when they employ a man by the name of Michael Proctor. And yes, that is, this is Sean's handle, Sean of the Gulf. He's a great follow. Maybe we can just go read Sean of the Gulf tweets today. I don't know if Sean comes on here anymore in the comments or not. Um, he's more than welcome to, but uh, okay. So yeah, he's certainly an X factor. Yeah, we'll see what happens with him. So if anyone else wants to donate, you click at the link at the top. Um, I, but let me, I'm just so happy to hear that they're going to this woman's house because that tells me that they don't have a charge yet. Remember, in, you guys remember what Ken Mello said in court? That they were going to come after me for he said conspiracy they're going to come after me conspiracy i'm like conspiracy conspiracy to what the hell did i conspire to do it was conspiracy to witness intimidate before because i posted a picture of Gemma cabe's car at elizabeth proctor's house with michael proctor there to prove that they are friends they are friends so, and here's another thing that's been bothering me too. Okay. There are a lot of like, I, I, I want to be very clear about this. I could not possibly believe Karen Reed is innocent any more than I do. And as I, I, I Rita Lombardi put it the best. It was just like, no way. Like I would bet anything that Karen Reed is innocent. 
note and certainly the longer this goes on the stronger i feel about it because the more information that comes out that exonerates her and i have noticed a trend here of people like the have you guys noticed that the only people who are like all of a sudden like actually karen's guilty they're all crazy bitches or you know people like boundless millennia like people who are just uh slightly ratchet or completely ratchet attention starved and it just shows that they didn't believe like i had somebody tell me that today they were like karen reed is actually karen reed's guilty oh really oh really you you, you uh, so suddenly you so, like somehow that came across somehow you now believe that karen reed is guilty and it, i think their biggest the reason for it is like well you there's text messages coming out from Natalie showing that you were in touch with Natalie and she was acting as a conduit between you guys and passing relaying messages. Yeah, that happened. That's called sourcing in, in the biz. We call that sourcing when you get access to, you know, people who know people and they pass messages to you. That's called sourcing. It's getting information that nobody else has access to sources. So I was able to get those and the only people who, you know, switch sides. They're only doing it for one reason. And it has nothing to do with Karen Reed. And it has everything to do with yours truly. I like, I'm the, like, if you get mad at me, which some people do, some people get mad at me. And then they suddenly decide Karen Reed's guilty. They suddenly decide. So they, they didn't think it before, but now all of a sudden they're like, you're a turtle boy. He's bad. He's a bad guy. Well, uh, that means Karen. Oh, and by the way, Karen Reed's guilty too. <laughs> what a coincidence. What a coincidence. So anyway, um, yeah, like, like Natalie, Natalie was like, so convinced, like Natalie was like, oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Karen Reed, like it was like, so like her biggest offender. Then all of a sudden she's like, actually Karen's a mad at Karen and turtle boy. So actually she's guilty. The more I think about it. Yeah. Other person. I mean, I had, I had one person send me a picture of a free Karen Reed shirt they bought like a few months ago. And they're like, oh yeah, Karen Reed. It's a great thing you're doing for Karen Reed. She's completely innocent. And then all of a sudden they get mad at you and they're like, oh, actually she's guilty. It's funny how that works. It's so funny. It's almost like, like and I will say this, and it's the, it's the downside of it. It's like the free Karen Reed shirts and, 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 and whatnot. It's become like a brand, like Abercrombie and Fitch. Like it doesn't act just because you wear it doesn't mean you believe Karen Reed is innocent. You're just like, it's literally become a brand in and of itself. You see like, oh, the free Karen Reed. It's so identifiable from like a mile away. I went to a standout today. All right. Oh, another one, like Blanca Guzman. She's another one. She's another one. She wrote, she said that she thinks Karen's guilty or something. She's going to take her name off the page. Why? Because she got mad at me. <laughs> Cause she got mad. That's all. It's like, yeah, no, it's, it's Carl Dugall syndrome. That's exactly what it is. It's Carl do. It's literally that it's just like, well, you were mean to me. Therefore I, it's going to alter my perception about how I feel about criminal justice. What? Come on, come on, stop it. And then the, but oh, the mob, I mean, Oh, Kevin, Kevin from yellow college sale. He's kind of a chick. <laughs> he, he's kind of, he, he definitely is part of that. Uh, group that you know previously said balanced millennial used to say it too, and now all of a sudden they're like, Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. Turtle Boy's got the market covered on the Karen Reed is innocent angle, so I'm going to take a slightly different angle and try to market myself differently. That's what I'm going to do. 
And I think, oh, I, I, I got to be honest. I do watch Kevin from time to time whenever I need a good laugh. It's just, it's so funny when he tries to take himself seriously. It's just too good. It's just too good. So anyway, um, what did he said the other day? Oh, he had a great rant. I'd have to bring it up. Something about like the Kennedys, like I, me and the Kennedys conspired to take down someone. I forget who Monica Cannon Grant. I, I don't even know. I haven't watched note my objection. Does she still think, uh, I mean, that's fine. I, I want as many people on record saying that, uh, Karen Reed is guilty. Like the more people that say it, the more, uh, careers we get to ruin. Cause that's like, you don't get to come back from this one. And you definitely don't get to come back. If you're on record saying like Colin Albert's such a great boy. Colin Albert is such a great boy. So, ah, uh, okay. <laughs> too funny okay um so <laughs> i'm just getting the funniest messages uh, oh it's too good okay anyway <laughs> sorry it's too funny it just it's an inside joke i'll explain it later all right anyway um so i do have a couple donos here let me read off the start before we get get going here first one is from uh deanna Deanna, uh, she sends $99, $99. Oh, geez. Thank you, Diana. And she says nine for the ridiculous charges you are currently facing nine for the, for representing the Canton nine. Karen did not kill John O'Keefe. You are not a criminal. Canton nine are not criminals. Canton will heal. They are strong. I find comfort in knowing that every day is one day closer to revealing the truth that this movement has always known one day closer to the consequence of that truth. We are all with you. We are all with Karen. We are all with Canton justice for John. Lots of love. Deanna. What a nice little poem that was by Deanna. Thank you very much. Deanna. I appreciate that. Uh, good, good way to start off here. Bob sends 25 bucks and says, turtle boy. My theory of Gemma McCabe is that she was jealous of Karen. I've heard this theory before. Um, I definitely think some of the women of Canton are jealous of Karen, like Ashley Brady, I think is her name. She's definitely uh, jealous of Karen. Jill Daniels might be a little jealous of Karen for obvious reasons that are the same age and yikes, but, but, uh, yeah, and she goes, she was, anyway, this guy, uh, Bob says that she was texting and hitting on John fair. She's married to that fat, dumb fuck, Matt. Fair. That made it easier on Jen douchebag to set Karen up. Jen wanted John. Well, then why did she kill him? That's that doesn't make any sense. Like, yo, Jen really wanted John. So she plotted to kill him. How does that make any sense? <laughs> How's she going to fuck him? How does that make it? But I, I appreciate the elite. You th you're thinking you just got to think all the way through. You're missing the end part there. All right. Thank you very much, Bob. Uh, next one is from Elaine sends 25 bucks. I loved seeing your lit Christmas tree in the background on a recent morning bus stop live. Oh, you noticed that. Nice. Your kiddos must be excited for Christmas. Yes, they are very excited. You guys have elf on the shelf or elf on the whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's you always forget to move the elf. Dude, I put the elf in like a place it had already been. Do you guys have you ever done that before? And it's like, the kids wake up and they remember every single place the elf has been like she was already there she's already been on the coffee rack 
Oh, fucking Christ. Oh, God. I, uh, maybe she had, uh, maybe she hit her head. I don't know. Maybe, Abby, maybe she's struggling. Maybe she's struggling. So, yeah, I mean, do you guys do that too? Do you ever put the elf in the same place twice? And you're like, that you might not remember it, but they do. They remember where that elf is. They, they remember every single place the elf has ever been. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So, anyway. Um, yeah. So, that's well, it goes on to say, yeah. So, they're very excited for Christmas. That's correct. Uh, also, the Colony Plaza standout in Plymouth had four sign holders today. Not 500 like the trolls called the most wonderful Plymouth police about. I heard about that. We had so many beefs. Boys. I heard the cops came to Plymouth. Is that right? And somebody said there was 500 that they really, somebody really did that. That's bullshit. Now I went, I went to a stand up today in Lemonster. Pretty close to me. Very, very uh, convenient. So right over route two. And I went there and let me tell you, there was a bunch of great people there. Uh, a lot of them had their free one woman had three layers of Kara Reed shit on. She had a Google shirt and then a turtle boy hoodie. And then a free Kara Reed shirt underneath. She had three layers of turtle boy on. It was great. It was great. Uh, one girl I met there, she's 14 years old. She's a turtle rider. And she said that her teacher's a turtle rider because she heard it in his headphones. He was watching the show during class. Can you believe that? Great teacher. A lot of great teachers out there. So uh, that was pretty cool. Um, it's just so cool to see all these people wherever you go doing these stand. I mean, Lemonster's in Central Mass, man. It's far away from Canton, but there's still people out there. And, and people were honk. I was there for like 10 minutes. I could only stop by briefly. I, I just wanted to say thank you because I do appreciate them. They're because they're there for Karen and they're there, you know, for me in the Canton Nine as well. So it, it was great to, I, of course, I'm, whatever I can, I'm going to show up and just say thank you. Cause I do appreciate that. Cause I know this is your free time. Um, it was a little warmer today, but even if it was cold, I still think so many people would have been there. So that was really cool to see. Okay. Uh, so thank you, Elaine Carver chick sends 10 bucks and says, shout out to the people who stood out today at Connie place in Plymouth, repping us on the South shore. You rock. Thank you. Carver chick. So this nice to see down there in the South shore. Love it. Love it. we got a couple cash apps here. What do we got in the cash app? Okay. Uh, by the way, my cash app is dollar sign Uncle Turtle Boy if you want to donate that way. All right. We got here. Uh, Audrey sends five bucks and says, journalism is not a crime. Not in my world, it's not, nor should it be. But uh, we're going we're gonna to fight that one. Uh, Jim Ferris Bueller sends 10 bucks and says, dad sent me to a shrink for wearing his bra again. Yikes. Okay. Bo sends, Bo Dombrowski sends 25 bucks and says, thanks for coming out to see us in lemonster it was a pleasure to go out to lemonster uh great to see you there and everyone there was from fitchburg too and i'm like oof and they all knew though like these are old school turtle riders they were telling me about like ronda root can you wrote about my neighbor ronda root canal and i'm like oh i don't even remember who that is remind me what they did they're telling me all these names i'm like oh i forgot about that one uh audrey sends 10 bucks and says i love you turtle boy thank you very much audrey love you too uh lisa sends 10 bucks and says thanks for all you do you are the best my uh my pleasure lisa i appreciate that jb sends five bucks and says aaron o'keefe cheats on paul and i have proof i have I, I don't really care about that kind of stuff i don't i mean good i think they both know about it too and quite frankly it's no one's business um 
So that's not something I'm concerned about with Paul O'Keefe. My bigger beef with Erin O'Keefe is that she likes to call businesses like the Star Drive-In. I believe she wasn't she one of the people who called the Star Drive-In and harassed them. That's my beef with her. And she's also at my arraignment. Like, what's your problem? What did I do to you, cow? And then uh, Paul, my beef with him is he's the worst brother ever. That's my beef with him. Like a really bad brother. So there's that. Okay. Thank you, JB. Uh, Jane sent 20 bucks and says, I love morning check-ins. Free Karen Reed. I'm going to keep doing them, Jane. I appreciate that. Lawyer Up sent uh, $40 earlier uh, and said, I, I emailed you. So thank you. Oh, and Semolina sent $25 and said, F these stupid trolls. You got that right. Semolina, I appreciate that. Okay, cool. Oh, two more turtle chats here. Uh, Keith sends 15 bucks and says, who do you think all of them of, who do you think of all of them? Who cracks or flips first? Uh, I think Brian Higgins already has flips. I think Brian Higgins has flips. So I think uh, he would first. I And I think that they all just went into the grand jury and lied. That's what I think happened. I bet you that these, they're so arrogant and cocky that I think Colin Albert went in there and I think they, they asked them like about like, were you there that night? What time did you leave? Oh, I got a ride home from Ali McCabe. Uh, we got a screenshot right here, printing out the screenshot. Here it is. And I think that uh, they left there being like, hi, got him, got him, stupid feds, got him. Uh, but I think they got him on the, so I think they're going to, catch him up in lies. That's how they caught Jen do so, you know, they caught her lying to a grand jury and then they had her by the balls. Uh, and, uh, she basically had to snitch on her boyfriend and send him to jail for 12 years, uh, as a direct result of, of that getting caught. So, uh, yeah. So I think Higgins pretty much already has flipped to answer your question. Uh, Meredith sends $50 and says another one of the Canton nine. Merry Christmas. Meredith says reminder to attend the event this Thursday at the star drive-in to benefit the Karen Reed defense fund. Yes. I got to make, I got to share that poster for that Thursday at 12, uh, December 14th at the star drive-in, which is in Taunton, right on the Lakeville line. I believe it's on route 140. Uh, I went there. It's owned by Erica Madden, the woman uh, who hosted the Q and a uh, on September 15th. Uh, she's the same woman uh, who also Tipped the pizza guy 50 bucks a couple weeks ago. Great lady. Great business. Check it out. Uh, they are having a, an event there to benefit the Karen Reed uh, Defense Fund. The Canton 9, Deanna, and Meredith will be there selling ornaments to benefit the Turtle Boy Defense Fund. How about that? Thank you. There's still time to have Daddy's mugshot on your Christmas tree. Uh, that I that cracks me up. These things are going every like the Merry Christmas ones. I've seen them on a lot of trees. So that's pretty funny. So yeah, you can get those. Thank you very much, Meredith. Uh, we appreciate that. Um, and uh, Cash App, one more Cash App here. I just got one more. I think I got one here. Uh, David sends $20 and says, free Karen Reed and Turtle Boy. Thank you, David. Appreciate that, sir. And Lisa sends 10 bucks and says, I forgot, poor Colin. Bang, bang. Don't quit, Turtle Boy. Well, I, I ain't got no quit. I ain't got no quit, so. Okay. Um, all right, first things up here, uh, we got to talk about real quick. Um, where'd it go? We got to talk about Ken Mello's Twitter account. I want to briefly touch on this. <laughs> I know it's not the biggest news, 
but it is wild. So let me share this. Oh, and by the way, I did it. So, um, I hate, uh, that, uh, the, the official spokesperson for the, uh, prosecution, um, what the hell's her name? Krusty panties. That one there, you know, the, the man looking thing. Uh, she is uh, apparently mad because here's the deal. Uh, she apparently posted a video of, of me just talking. Like the video that I posted on Facebook when I was under the impression that I was going to be arrested that morning and I written my lawyer's phone number on my hand. She just took that video and she just uploaded it to her YouTube channel. Now, the problem with that is it's, it's a violation of what's called copyright law. You're not, you can't just take someone else's content and put it on your own monetized channel and just have it as your own, especially when, you know, you didn't alter it in any way. You didn't really provide much commentary on it or any commentary. And yeah, you can't do that. So you can file a copyright claim. I've never done this before. And I'm like, well, I just don't appreciate people stealing my content. It's, it's, it's against the law. You know, we got to follow. I'm big on the law around here. So we got to follow the law. And within like 24 hours, I got a notification back from YouTube that it was copyright strict. So it's gone. It said, Turtle Boy is coping. Hi, Masshole Troll Mafia. We received a copyright. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's horrible. That's so sad. We removed a copyright removal request for your video. Based on applicable copyright law, we removed your video from YouTube titled Turtle Boy is Coping Well, Scary Text Messages, and then a link. Uh, and content used, Facebook Live video, you can't do that. Content found in the entire video. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, you can bust my ball. I don't mind busting balls and uh, you can talk shit about me and expose me, whatever you want to do. Nobody cares. Uh, extramarital affairs, whatever you want to talk about on there. Just don't steal the content. You know, it's just, you can't steal the content. It belongs to us. It's our original, it belongs to me. It doesn't belong to you. You can't just take someone else's content and put it up on your channel. And if you get enough copyright strikes, so I definitely wouldn't recommend that. Just go in there and like just copyright striking it a lot. If she, you know, does that. Okay. But cause you, she could lose her channel if that happens. And then where will she obsess about me over? Where will she write a million videos? I mean, it, like this is a little bit sick. Just, I mean, just a little bit. I, it seems as if this individual just is a little fascinated with me. I mean, what are we talking? Eden Carney got utterly destroyed. Okay. Okay. That's nice. What else do we have here? Something called Cyrax. Why is Karen Reed hiding evidence? Okay. Karen Reed's toxic and dangerous. Okay. Turtle boy is the new chili de Castro. Just a lot of turbo your live runs with fake news and okay. So it seems as if you know my videos are like I like to think that we mix it up. Oh, what do we have here? Oh, carry movements going down in flames. That's great. Former city councilman attorney. Oh, this guy is so cringe. Michael Gaffney. Oh, just Google Michael Gaffney Turtle Boy lawsuit if you want to see what it is. Uh, what do we have here? The most toxic true crime YouTuber teams up. Oh no. Oh no. What's this? I gotta we gotta watch this for a sec. The same concept. Oh, so you didn't do it. Her SUV. We're all here to support her. I don't generally. Um, listen to the sad I'm music. I'm sorry, everybody calls you. So, 
But don't be fooled by his blatant self-serving narcissism. This is a mutually (laughs) beneficial arrangement that Karen and Aiden have worked out. Oh, my God. They communicate daily on the Signal app, a messaging service favored by terrorist groups, drug dealers, BLM protesters, and fringe right-wing domestic terrorist groups. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Terrorists use the Signal app, the most downloaded encryption app in the Apple Store and on Google Play. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, no. Not a communication app that's encrypted. Oh no! Yeah, you should put you should store all your shit on the cloud. That's what responsible people do. Oh no! Imagine just imagine like putting a video out like with the ominous music. How many hours did this take? That's what I want to know. Like, oh, I'm working on a big project. I'm gonna put a video out. Turtle boy, bad. I'm gonna put some ominous music, and then maybe then he'll stop. But nope, still going. I don't know if you noticed that. I'm still going, and basically unaffected entirely as a result of that i'm good i'm good uh but you know some people just again i don't oh what's this what's this frauded or harasses people outside pizza shop she knows what's up calling out what's going on with this video what's going on with this video this seems like uh start asking these people some relevant questions about what happened that night these guys are going to squeal, man. You just got to ask one of them. Colin was inside the house. Colin was... You're a loser. I'm not a loser. I am not a loser. I am not a loser. You're a loser. You're a loser. Bunch of losers. Jill Daniels is a loser. I'm True. not a loser. I'm a winner. Yes. I'm a award-winning yes. journalist. Yes. Uh, oh, they got Richie. Oh, uh, oh, they got him. Oh, they cracked the case. They cracked the case. Oh, wait. Oh, no. I got a little foam there. Oh, no. Cracked the case. Oh, owned. Owned. So it's a little little bit of an obsession there. A little bit of an obsession. But anyway, uh, so that thing. I mean, I guess people can go and join forces with her if they want. I guess if they reach the Karen Reed bad or Turtle Boy bad, you can go over there and be friends with uh, Crusty Panties. Uh, so she got a copyright trick. She's not happy about it. She's also not happy about Tuesday. She is being arraigned in Stoughton District Court for uh, a violation of a harassment prevention order. So the spokesperson for the McCabe's and Alberts uh, was uh, charged with violation of a harassment prevention order. She was also, um, I'm told, Another police department, a local central Massachusetts police department has filed two criminal complaints against her for trespassing and witness intimidation. That's what I'm being told. Nothing has been uh, docketed yet, uh, but this is what my sources have told me that there might be a charge and there might be a letter coming in the mail soon. I'm told because as it turns out, you can't, you can't go on your YouTube channel and threaten to physically assault people if they show up to court for a case that they're a witness in against you or against someone else like Christina Yakimovsky. That counts too. So you can't go on and do that. And whatever you do, you can't then follow through on that and bring some crackhead Andrew Luck with you to court and have him physically assault the witness that you promised would get assaulted on video on the courthouse steps. And then he gets arrested for assault and battery. He catches a charge. 
while accompanying you to court. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna, that's like kind of like the definition of witness intimidation, like the definition of it, what it's actually created for. Like the statue is actually created to prevent people from trying to threaten other people who are from testifying against you in court, not like to prevent journalists from cracking jokes on the internet, which is what I've done. So it's a little bit different. It's a little, and it's a serious charge. Cause you've like, for instance, if you just admitted sufficient facts in Roxbury in West Roxbury, like last month and you took a quaff, a continuous out of finding, and then you catch a new charge, the continuous out of finding goes away and the new charges come back and you might get a guilty uh, finding on the spot for that. Might. That is an option. Or you can take it to trial. But you'll have a new charge as well. And add a felony onto that? If you get... The, oh, no. That's horrible. You know, you could just obey the law. People could just obey the law and just get over their obsession with me. And then they wouldn't get all these charges. Because I don't make the laws. I don't make the laws. If I did, this place would be a much better... It would be the best state in the country if I was allowed to make the laws. But I'm not. So we have to deal with the laws that as they are written. Okay. Um, anyway, where was I? Yeah. So uh, let's talk about uh, Ken Mello for a minute. This guy. So he's on Twitter, apparently. And we found this out because there he is. This picture never gets old. <laughs> there, there's my guy. There's Ken Mello. Okay. And so he follows his attorney. Uh, he's follow like I knew is the real Ken Mello because he's buddy. With, there's this attorney. You guys might have seen him on uh, our Facebook page or on Twitter. He's uh, I mean, I guess he's a turtle rider. He's been messaging me stuff for years, and he's an attorney, I guess, in the Cape, down the Cape, if you will. And I guess he's buddies with uh, Ken Mello and Reddington, who I like. Cat Reddington's my buddy, but uh, I know so I know Peter Espessi follows Ken, so it's got to be him. It's got to be him. And Mello follows in this account at Ken Mello. I'm like, this can't be him. And so I go to the account and it like retweets Brandon Straka <laughs> about like uh, who, who's obviously uh, a big Trump supporter here. And if you look at who's following him, like Peter Espessi follows him. Okay. Oh, look who else follows him. Some other winners there. Oh no, this is the one that he follows. So he follows these people for his news. Okay. And I messaged Peter about it. I go, is this his real account? He goes, no idea. I go, you follow it. I think it's someone I went to school with. Someone you went to school with. Who's also named Ken Mello. What? Come on. Stop it, Peter. And follows crusty panties. Come on, dude. It could be. But I also have someone with the same name. Okay. Okay. Sure you do. Sure you do. Anyway, I noticed that he was liking, Ken Mello was liking tweets like this one about uh, from the person who was just charged or is going to be charged in the same courthouse. <laughs> She's, dude, I shit you not, Krusty Panties is being charged. She caught a charge at my arraignment. You know how hard that is? You know how hard that is? She came, she was so obsessed with me that she came to my arraignment, knew about it ahead of time, of course. And the a victim in there who she had been stalking and harassing came too. And when that happens, you got to leave. That's how it works. You got to leave. 
because she didn't even contest the order. She didn't even go to the hearing. So if she wanted to make a fuss of it, she could have done it then. So she can't be in the same room as this person. So uh, she leaves. And, uh, or no, she apologized. The the victim walked in. Uh, so this the Stoughton police called me about this. So they go, were you a witness to a crime in Stoughton on October 11th? Oh, yes. Where were you? Well, actually, I had a great view. You see, I was I was standing in the prisoner's bin with my hands behind my back and I was shackled. And I actually had because I was being arraigned on nine felonies that day. So I had a perfect view of uh, where Krusty Panties was, uh, Catherine Peter. And uh, the victim walked in and walked directly past her. And I noticed eye contact there like especially in the part of Krusty Panties, that she noticed her. So that's what's called an eyewitness statement. It's pretty good. And I went, so I'm like the witness in this. I'm, I'm the star witness for the Commonwealth. And uh, she, uh, a criminal complaint was filed by the Stoughton Police Department. She was pretty convinced that she would be exonerated by some sort of surveillance tape video thing. And then was really mad at the Stoughton Police when they didn't look at it or something because I don't know what surveillance video is going to show. Like I saw the victim go by you in court. So yeah, you can, you got to leave. And also you're on video. The whole thing's on video. So she caught a charge at my charge, except mine's going to go away and hers isn't. So that's not good. And so it's just so ironic that Ken Mello was the prosecutor that day. Who's big on law and order. And this woman is who he's probably in, in contact with probably. Uh, at least according to her gets charged at my hearing. Like that is wild. And so obviously she, he knows her and he, cause he's liking her tweets about this one. Like I drive my kids to school. Well, well, two of them. I mean, it's easy to drive your kids to school when you give away half, isn't it? When half call someone else, mom, there's that. Okay. Uh, it's really classy to insult a kid, though. Swinging down at teenagers seems to be kind of the thing over in Turtle Land. Why is that? Now, this is the thing, okay? Uh, these individuals act like they have some sort of moral high ground. Like, what? what is the complaint here? Oh, you're swinging down at teenagers. Yeah, I mean, and God knows this individual would never do anything like that. Oh, wait, actually, who's this? Oh, this is Crackadin charges for miss peter any comment any comment don't fucking touch me miss peter any comment don't touch me do not touch me do, do he's got me? you're on video touching he's me. got a trial right? coming up for this too Excuse That's me. All right. i have a right to walk this speaking of swinging on teenagers miss peter any comment usually he's got a knife in his hand when he does that any though. comment about why you violated the harassment prevention order miss peter any comment? Oh, he's new Gingrich. About the criminal charges? Yes, new. Judge, judge just said all interested parties. I'm media. I'm media. So, uh, I just have a comment. I'm going to report on relax, a criminal matter. Relax, relax, relax. Any comment, Miss Peter? You're a Excuse me? You're a what? You're a conflict? Is that a comment from the attorney? Any comment about the criminal charges? About the continued violation of the innocent victim? Oh, there he is. Where's your ring? Do you have a ring? Where's your ring? Oh, yeah. Weren't they married? No ring, huh? So you're not married. Okay. So it's not married. What is wrong with you? Look at you. You're so mad. You're yeah. so mad. Yeah. You're so mad. I'm real mad. <laughs> oh, I know you are. 
Big words. Oh, I'm real mad. I'm real mad. Oh, where's the middle finger? There it is. Come on, where is it? Okay, so I guess there's that's no comment. Wit that's witness intimidation. From Miss Peter. Uh, what you saw there, a little angry, a little angry. No comment about the criminal charges. About violation of the harassment prevention order of a completely innocent person. Guess there's no comment. So, no, no, no that's what he wanted. They wanted me to go ham. I'm not, there's no ring on that finger. It's giving me the middle finger. I'm so confused. Now keep in mind that guy, Andrew Johnson. If you're if you're a newer turtle rider from the Karen Reed case, that guy right there uh, is the boyfriend, I believe, of Krusty Panties. Um, in 2000, in September of 2021, we pulled a police report in which he was arrested for pulling a knife on the 16 year old daughter that lives in the house. Yeah, can you believe that the 16 year old daughter pulled a knife on her and was arrested for armed assault and battery on a child, and the girl was 14 years old. Just chaos, chaos there. And she told police, Krusty Panties told police that she was going to get an order on him. She didn't do it. <laughs> That's just one of those things that people, shitty parents tell the cops when like, oh, I'm going to take care of this. And they're like, <laughs> he's right back in the house. He's Oh, but she's a domestic violence victim. You can't say that domestic. Okay, sure. Um, anyway, she, uh, nothing's her fault, right? Um, so then three months later, he was arrested again for knocking her out or punching her at eight in the morning in her bedroom in front of the 13 year old child, the son who told his guidance counselor that he doesn't feel safe living in the house with that guy. And he still lived there after that. He continues to live there. So like, that's like that, that, that is the individual. And again, if you haven't seen those police reports, maybe I'll publish them sometime. Um, that is the individual who is literally on Twitter. I, and with a straight face, like, it's like, you can't make this stuff up. Like you're the one thing you can't cast judgment on other people for. If you've been around, if you've lost your kids to the state and I have multiple police reports of your children being abused by the living boyfriend who you won't kick out of the house. You can't judge anyone else's parenting skills or brag about your parenting skills. Like those are areas you should just avoid those areas. Those are not skill sets of yours. Like those are weaknesses. Avoid, avoid, avoid. And this is deranged. And so this might, you might catch a witness intimidation charge if you post stuff like this about other people's children. Like for instance, so my daughter is a cheerleader. Uh, she loves cheerleading. I don't. I don't like it. Um, she'll be there all day tomorrow. And me and my son will be watching football because it's boys day tomorrow. So, uh, but she goes to cheering and I guess this, this individual stalks my life. She knows this and she posts the following. How many times have I harassed his wife by his own metrics? This is in August by his own metrics. I'm a journalist working on a story. Since lacrosse games are within bounds. I thought they weren't within bounds. I thought that was witness intimidation when you do that. So are cheerleaders practices. Okay. So you're going to go to a, a eight-year-old's cheering practice, I guess. Working on a story today. On my way to Worcester area to conduct some interviews as long as I can catch my blog subjects at home. Oh, 
anyone want to meet up afterwards or show up with us? So I'm in the Worcester area. Going to catch some youth cheerleading soon, too. So that's that's smart. I mean, that's not deranged or anything. Like, I'm going to go and harass people. Because I am i don't go to the cheering practices. So if if I'm the target, if, if I'm the person you want to come after, I won't be there. I, I will not go. I don't go to cheering practices. I would rather die. Uh, but this individual is apparently going to go there and just yell at eight-year-olds or something. I don't know. It's a little bit strange. And they'll say, oh, but Turtle Boy, you went to a lacrosse, a kid's lacrosse game. I interacted with zero kids at the kid's lacrosse game. Uh, I was there to talk to the adults. It was a gigantic stadium in Billerica. And I was there for all of about seven minutes. And I only interacted with adults. And then I left on my own accord. Check out Microdots. It's so true. But this is just wild. And by the way, so like if, if it's a witness intimidation when I do it, I mean, what's it when? Because I'm a witness in this individual's case. I'm a witness in several cases involving this individual. I'm also a witness, a potential witness at the very least, in the Karen Reed case. Because I submitted an affidavit when Sean McCabe threatened to kill me and bury me in Judge Beverly Canoni's Seaside Cottage front yard. So there's that. What else did this individual? So this is Ken Mello's source of information, I guess. And oh, this is not again. What she said, what they say about kids up here before. I really like swinging down to teenagers is bad. Okay. So swinging down teenagers is bad. What do we got here? Oh, this is hilarious. Aiden's stupid kids. I mean, imagine saying that you're stupid kids. Watch them get arrested. Oh, okay. This house is being searched as we speak. It's funny. It's so funny. My kids and I cried tears of joy that this monster's finally been captured. Uh, I, I got out so fast. My soup is still cold. Zero dollars bail. Personal recognizance. What else do we have here? And I'm going to benefit so much off of this. Like I'm going to beat this case and then cash money. Like it's like, it's the biggest, best, like how he said, great career builder. Great career move. How, right in this, this is what her daughter said. So her daughter, she sent her 16-year-old daughter to like threaten Deb or whoever ran the Turtle Boy admin page that day and sent some really heinous things about my kid. She said that she was like a gumdraw. What'd she say? Something really sexual about giving blowjob. Like she was seven at the time. It's like horrible stuff. Horrible stuff. And she knew about it. Mom knew about it. Mom sanctioned this and said, I recall her saying, her daughter saying, that Aiden's poor abused daughter will grow up to be promiscuous. Word is it's already started. Um, she's eight. That, like that's fucking demented to say that. Absolutely demented. Of course, she'll have no idea any of this happened. Cause I don't involve children in my YouTube situations. Like that's not a good, not good parenting to bring your children into your YouTube beef or whatever you have going on. Like that's demented, man. His poor abused daughter will grow up to be promiscuous. Word is it's already started. She's eight. Oh, sick, sick. And again, this, this is the, these, this is the moral group that Jennifer McCabe and company have aligned themselves with is this individual who posts like Carl Dougal 
and his wife are friends with like they go out for dinner and stuff. They're they're buddies. They hang out socially. Like that's a Boston police detective's social circle involves this individual. Yikes. Yikes. And she posted on July 22nd, the day of the rolling rally. First of all, I just love the memes of like me and Karen or whatever. It says, I know that you people are convinced that memes are the epitome of a mental breakdown. I acknowledge and hear you. I'm sorry. I'm not sane and well-balanced like Aiden Carney doing super sane things like popping up on people's houses to intimidate them and scare their children and families. Like that sounds familiar, huh? This is the day of the rolling rally. And it's being framed in this post as popping up on people's houses and intimidating them almost as if the, there's something going on here like that. Cause that's weird. Cause that's what Brian Tully alleged. Oh yeah. Except a lot of you people were at the rolling rally. Did I miss the intimidation? Did I miss that? Were, were any of you people doing that? Cause I, I missed it. I gotta be perfectly honest. It seemed like a nice, peaceful, beautiful Saturday afternoon. I, I must've missed that one. And it says here, okay, so he went there to intimidate people and scare their children and families. Not true. But I promise, starting today, I'll work on that more. So she's vowing to do that more. So on July 22nd, she ended up coming to my house. I know this because she posted pictures of herself in my driveway and left an, uh, an insane note and left it under our doormat. We didn't find it for a week later. It was threatening. It was not addressed to me because she won't come around when I'm here. She will only come around when I'm not here. That's why she wanted to go to cheer and practice because she wants to go after my family because she's like, if I harass his family, then they'll pressure him to stop and then they'll definitely stop. <laughs> my sister, sinister plan. It's almost working out. Um, so she came here and put something under the, and, and the note said something to the effect of like, I've given your address out to all the McAlberts. So, and if your husband can do it, I can do it too. Some, but I guess I can't do it. So if I can't do it, you might want to think that one through, especially if you post pictures of yourself doing it. Not good. Especially if I'm a witness in a case against you. Ooh, definitely don't do that. Definitely don't do that. What about this one? This is what the 16 year old posted on our Facebook page. I mean, on our YouTube channel last March. She said, quote, well, was said to one person, bitch, you look like you have downs. I'll have the Owl King take your baby. Worry about disciplining your kids, not how other people do. If my kid was on the internet posting stuff like this, uh, they, their devices would be taken forever. They would be grounded forever. They, they just wouldn't happen. Like I wouldn't have a kid that would ever write like this because I raised my children properly. And then she says, I don't give a fuck about his kids, my kids. I will birth kids just to beat their asses. So she's going to, this 16 year old is going to get pregnant. She says, just so she can birth children for the purposes of training them to physically assault my older children. That's then that's normal, I guess, to this individual. Now did mom, maybe mom didn't know about it, right? Maybe mom didn't know this is happening. Well, she also wrote, the daughter said, I hope your daughter, who is, I think, seven at the time, seven years old at the time. Hope your daughter gets into your Adderall stash, takes too many bites, bites her lips open, and bleeds out. Oh. Okay. 
I'm not my mom. I don't give a fuck who is on my side or or not. Fuck him, his tranny looking wife, and his ugly, starving kids. Okay. I mean, that's normal, well adjusted child. Uh, and then, so let's see what mom posts about it. What'd she say on Discord about it? Like her daughter, she needs to stop. But also, I'm pretty proud. I'm pr so she's proud. Proud mom moment right there. I mean, I was proud when my son scored a touchdown in flag football. And when my daughter scored her first goal, those are, are like, they have their Christmas pageant on Monday. They're both going to participate for the first time. I anticipate that being a proud moment as a parent. But other people find proud moments of when their children go on YouTube and say that they hope that they're, the people that their mother is obsessed with have children who bleed out from biting their lips on their Adderall stash, I guess. Yeah. Okay. And then what else did she post here? Oh, there's my, they picture my daughter. She posted something about how she, so she goes, this is just what she sent me a small sampling. I'm sure. So she admits that like, Oh, I know her daughter's doing this. Okay. She sent him two days texting him heinous shit. Oh, so she knows all about it. Um, then she says down here, she roasted the ever-loving dog shit out of him. So she, proud mom moment right there. My daughter roasted you. Okay. He should spend his time focused on his own ugly ass kids. Oh. Okay. Hell, my kid pulled pics of his kid and said some vile shit to him about it. She got them because he posted them. So it's my fault. Okay. Anyway, so that Ken Mello follows this individual as, as like a source of information. So they, again, these are the moral beacons here uh, who are deciding what, you know, who, who are the bad, you got, we're the bad guys, right? Like we want innocent, we don't like when innocent people go to jail and Colin Albert is a great sense of, you know, moral decency. We should stop being mean to Colin Albert. So you look at all the things he likes and it's like, um, okay, so he likes Donald Trump. Okay, that's fine. I like Donald Trump. Uh, Hillary Clinton in jail, which I know a lot of you people like. We talked about that last time, which is fine. Um, what else does he like here? Uh, all about AR-15s. Okay, Ukraine bad. And that's fine. It's like, I don't even agree, disagree with any of this. But he, it's funny that he likes, like when Donald Trump is charged with a crime or several crimes, Ken Mello's like, yeah, fucking free my boy. Free my boy. But when I'm charged with a crime of some bullshit, same shit. I mean, people have compared me to Trump. I do think there are some similarities in that. I, I do think that uh, I don't, I haven't followed the Trump stuff about like, I don't know if he's guilty or not. I don't know any of that shit. I assume it's bullshit, but um, I don't know. It, it just, it's quite the coincidence that they're going after him. Like right before the election started, isn't it? Isn't it kind of weird? A little bit. Uh, but so like, I do think that they're going after Trump for the same reasons that they're going after me. They want to, they want to silence him. They don't want him to have power. That's it. That's the only, like if he was not a political threat to them, they wouldn't give a shit. I think that's all. So it's, it's like the motive is what matters here. Like, why are they trying to go after Trump? Cause they don't want him to become president again. Like that, that's it. Like if Trump was like, I'm just retiring and I'm never going to run for office again, they would let him go. They, they wouldn't give a fuck about that, but it's because he wants to come back where they're like, well, now we got to fuck it. And they, they could have indicted him two years ago, but they're like, no, 
primary election season. And that back, I mean, I think it was on purpose, to be honest with you, because my guy, Ron DeSantis, was like neck and neck with him in the polls before he got indicted. And then like nothing is better for the Republican. If you're a Republican, nothing is better than getting indicted by a bunch of Soros DAs. It's like cash. Like it's the best thing that can ever happen to you in the polls, at least. So I think they wanted him to uh, get the nomination because they viewed him as weaker than DeSantis uh, in a general election. Now it turned out like, so I'll be, I'm a DeSantis guy. I'm going to vote for Ron DeSantis. He's not going to win. Like, stop it. Okay. Donald Trump's going to get the nomination. Everybody knows that it's, it's, it's a done deal. I'm still voting for DeSantis. I still, I still think he would be better, but he's going to lose. Okay. And I, I, it's like saying that, like, you know, the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. No, they're not. Okay. Not going to happen. But anyway, um, I think that, uh, they, they put him up there thinking that like, he's going to be weaker and then they'll just win. But what they underestimated is that their guy is still Joe Biden. And he's like a million years old. And so it doesn't matter who the, like the Republicans could put up fucking anyone now. And I think they would win over Joe Biden. So I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that. So anyway, there you go. Okay. So that's mellow. He likes that. So he likes some people who are charged with crimes. And then this is what he told Ben Rhodes. You buffoon, your idol, Obama, the community organizer, did nothing but divide and weaken our nation. I don't disagree with that. Thank God that President Trump, a genuine leader and commander in chief, is cleaning up your mess. It's just kind of funny that Ken Mello is writing this shit on here. He's like, I don't know. It's kind of wild. For the love of God, resign Biden. Or this one that he promoted. He goes, this is the one I found most interesting. He said, yeah, justice will be served when every Democrat goes to prison and or works on the chain gang. Isn't that racist? Isn't that like a, a lot of black people put on the chain gangs? I don't know. Uh, then justice will be served. President Trump is the greatest president of my lifetime. And I was born in 1965. Well, that's not saying much. That's okay. So he was better than Gerald Ford and Jimmy Carter. Okay. Anyway, soon O'Brien, O'Biden will be out of the White House. So, yeah, um, it's just funny that he's just like all like, so Ken believes that anybody who disagrees with him politically should go to jail. So that shows this guy's motivation here. Maybe he thinks I'm like a, a wacky liberal cause I'm going after corrupt cops. It's usually like a liberal thing going after the police. But, and I'll tell you one thing, like I, I met a, like I was at uh, seven saws brewery today in Holden and a police officer from a town in central Massachusetts, not going to say which one. Uh, don't want to blow up his spot. He came over, introduced himself, bought me uh, a, a couple beers and said like, thank you. I pre we appreciate what you're doing. And then he told me I'm a cop and he told me what town he's from. I'm like, that's like, it's so good to hear that from cops. They're like, oh, you saw me get arrested on TV. You saw all these felony charges. Like I'm, I'm a criminal according to the, these idiots. And yet every cop I meet is just like shaking my hand. Like they know, they all know they're dirty. It's like, everybody knows Brian Tully's dirty. Everybody knows that. Um, okay. So, anyway. And by the way, look who he's communicating with here. Jason, speaking of criminals, and in case you didn't think it was Ken Mello, so he's from Fall River, and he's communicating with the disgraced former mayor of Fall River, Jason Correa, who was federally charged 
by the Fed. So he knows a thing or two about federal investigations. So maybe Ken can talk to him about that, uh, about he appears to like Jason Correa in that one. So there's there's that. Okay, cool. All right. Um, let me read a couple turtle chats here before we go on the next topic. First up, we have um, Brandon sends 25 bucks and says federal prison food is so awful. Morrissey will lose 100 pounds in his first 100 days. Yikes. And he won't be able to go for liquid lunch and a pizza. You know, I, they say that. But I, I feel like a lot of people gain weight when they go to the prison because you don't get much exercise. So you just sit there and you know the food isn't good for you. A lot of processed shit. And you don't get to pick. Probably never have Sloppy Joe again the rest of your life, which is horrible. Prison, yes, I'm saying, right? Like I, I see a lot of people get fat in court. Uh, Turtle Boy is not a political page. It's a page written by a conservative. That's a good point. That is a good distinction. And there are uh, much different. There are many people of all political beliefs here. Yeah, because that's not like you'll go and just read my content. It's not like I'm just like Obama bad or anything like that. I don't like Obama. I'm not a President Obama fan. Definitely not a Biden fan. Uh, definitely like Ron DeSantis. That's my guy. Prefer Trump to, um, you know, the current president. Uh, but that's not what I'm all about. And it's never been what I'm all about. So, um, but I am entitled to have my feeling, my opinions, right? And I'll tell you them if you ask, but it's just not what I, it's not what the show revolves around. It never has been. So, uh, thank you there, Brandon. Uh, Alicia sends 20 bucks and says, I love how you dissect Jen McCabe. <laughs> yeah. The fact that she sat in an SUV, calm as a cucumber with a dead friend 10 feet away and didn't run in her sister's house for help is disturbing. I agree. She should be arrested on an accessory, the poster says. I definitely agree with that comment. Next one. Christine sends 25 bucks and says, Shout out to my parents, Fran and Doug, who wore their Don't Poke the Turtle and bright pink free Karen Reed shirt to the Lemonster standout. Oh, did I meet them? I think I met them. They were bummed that they left right before you showed up. So I guess I didn't meet them. But they're watching tonight. Oh, I'm sorry. And I missed the little girl too. There's a little girl that I wanted to go up there and introduce myself to. She, uh, she seemed, I, she came all the way out there to meet Turtle Boy. I got there like 10 minutes too late. Uh, so thank you very much, uh, Christine. Uh, do we have any uh, cash apps here? Uh, Jim Ferris Bueller. Oh, no. Uh, Lisa sends 10 bucks and says, I forgot poor Colin. Oh, no. She already wrote that one. Uh, Jim Ferris Bueller sends five bucks and says, I ordered 2,000 pounds of Chinese soup. It was wonton. Oh, yeah. Stop it. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. W-O-N-T-O-N. Wonton. Okay. Um, all right, cool. Uh, let's see. So uh, if anybody else wants to donate, the turtle chat is linked to the top of the chat, the live chat, or you can cash at me at dollar sign Uncle Turtle Boy. Okay. Let me pull up a video right quick here. I want to show you this video. So, uh, as you guys know, we recreated, uh, I 
did the crash. <laughs> All right. So a while back, this is in like June. Uh, Richie and I went down to 34 Fairview Road and recreated the cash. And I know I've shown this. I've shown my angle before, but I've never shown Richie's, and it's much better. And uh, we're we're gonna hopefully use a lot of this footage in the documentary that we are producing that I'm not producing that people much more important and skilled than I am are in the acts uh, of producing. So how the documentary right now, we are making what's called a reel, And it's basically what we're going to try to the producers, how they do it is they, uh, I did like a three hour interview with them and I've sent them a bunch of footage that they've asked for and they're going to put together a reel, and then they will, you know, edit it and do their fancy shit. And by the way, every producer that I'm involved in has won an Emmy, all of them. So these people know what they're doing and they're going to put it together and they're going to sell it. They're going to try to sell it to uh, a certain streaming service that I, I, I can't say that gets first dibs at it. And if they want to buy it, the rights to it, then we're good. Then we stream it on that service. If they pass, then we, we start going other places. So it's not Netflix. Netflix would be like the one we like, they would be in the bidding afterwards. So it's going to be, especially with my arrest and everything, it's going to be awesome. So, and like footage like this one. So, so let's talk about what happened at Fairview Road, 34 Fairview Road that day. Remember, for the longest time, they insisted that there was a three-point turn, that Fat Matt McCabe looked out the window and he saw an inverted V-shaped tire marks in the road, but didn't see a dead body there. So Karen had gone, done a, she must have done a, the dastardly Karen Reed must have done a three-point turn. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but as we've seen, that made no sense. We actually proved that in part 73 when I believe it was Justin Ambrosino put together that awesome dun, 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 and showed how a three-point turn would have worked and that it would have hit the other light would have hit him. And so the whole, they didn't think it through and the whole thing was scratched. And so then they started pushing this new theory that actually there was no three-point turn. Bitch just gunned it. And they claim that the, the data in the Lexus EDR, the black box, shows that he accelerated, she accelerated to 24.2 miles an hour in 62 feet. But didn't, but they said it was opined. They opined that it was that way. So they don't have proof. They don't have time. They just know at one point in time, they think that it went this fast for this many feet. They think, which sounds like solid evidence. And that John just stood there with his cocktail glass, like Kevin showed, put it down and just not, and they hit him in the head. <laughs> and then somehow the dog scratches happened. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Just don't think about it too much. So we decided to recreate this. Once we found that they switched up, they're like, forget. Remember all the time we were talking about the three point turn for the last 18 months. Forget. We ever said that we're going to go with this, you know, 24 miles an hour over 62 feet. So we went and I recreated it. And here is what happened. So here's how it all worked. Can you guys hear this? Can you guys hear this volume? Let me know if you can hear this.
Oh, you can't. Okay. Can we park on the street? Yeah, we can. Right? You guys hear yeah. it now? Why not? Fucking not. Yeah. All right, let's get the fucking TV. I don't know if you can hear it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, now you can. Okay. So we get out of the car and we're like, this is actual research. So we're like, okay. People walking the dog. It's a nice neighborhood. We got a tape here. I'm filming, tape our, uh, I'm filming right now. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let me explain what we're doing. All right. So then we forward because there's. That's how far. So we go over here, yeah. and I got my tape measure. And so John was found right, like his body was it? like 12 feet from the curb, right around here. And as you can see, the re renovations getting done there. Uh, the new owners are actually going to do something nice with the house for once. Nope. But then I can't. I can't follow. So we're going to measure six okay. okay. feet. How far we're at? But at, look at Fairview Road curve. It's curved. So it's like that's six, six feet far. So the shoe is parked all the way up there. All the way up there. And it's definitely not straight. You want to grab the chalk? Yeah, I'll get it when I okay. Yeah, we're real scientific around here. Look at that fancy car. So they want us to believe that Karen Reed uh, just pulled up to the neighbor's house while John stood in the corner diagonally across from the door and just stood there with this cocktail glass. And he's like, come get me, bitch. Let's go. So I'm like, okay, here we go. We're going to try to go 24 miles an hour. One of these days. We came home. What are we doing here? I'll make it sure that, okay. Make it sure so again so this is a good point right here that this guy makes so over there right this is where karen would have dropped off john why would she drop him off all the way over here that makes no sense whatsoever and ryan nagel of course saw her Sitting, the reason that she pulled up here, so she drops John off in the driveway. He runs in, and then Ryan Nagel pulls up right behind her. And so she's like, okay, I'll scoot up. I'll move up. And she moved up over here. And she sat here, not because she's dropping him off here, but because she was waiting for John to text her and let her know, I'm good, baby girl. I'm going to party hard. Me and the, me and the McAlberts are going to. Play some beer pong, and I'm going to be one of the boys tonight. You can go home. Go home, woman. Go home and take care of my kids. So uh, he gets dropped off there. Uh, so she's just waiting there. She waits 10 minutes. He doesn't text her back because he's getting the shit kicked out of him. 
and then she leaves. Now, th now that's what really happened. What they want you to believe happened was actually, instead of getting dropped off in front of the driveway, he got dropped off like right here in the middle of a blizzard and then walked diagonally across the lawn to the door. And Ryan Nagel just missed that. He, he didn't see it. Now, if Ryan Nagel was over here and the car had a bunch of cars in it, like Brian Higgins' plow was in the in here, uh, then his vision would be obstructed by those and he would not see John go in. But if John ran across the lawn, he would certainly be seen by Ryan Nagel, wouldn't he? He would certainly be seen by Ryan Nagel. Ryan Nagel is the one that ruins everyone's lie. Without his state, like his statement has just been tremendous and proving, proving Karen Reed's defense and disproving all these liars. Also, like, look at how freaking close this is. Like, everybody left this way. Jen McCabe was sitting shotgun in Matt McCabe's car when they went right past here. They would have gone right past this freaking body. The headlights would have been on it, they, and they didn't see it. There's a goddamn street light right here. People are like, there's no street lights. Motherfucker, it's right there. What are you talking about? There's no... What? So that's what they want you to believe. And then John stood in the street and she backed into him going 24 miles an hour and didn't knock him in a straight line somehow. Knocked him to the side. Because she... And it's snowing. And she apparently had 10 drinks in five minutes. So she's like blackout drunk. Like she's pledging a sorority or something. And uh, just knocks him out. And then, the, and then by the way, luckily guys, the car was fine. Except for the taillight. Everything, no, no big dents or anything like that. Or major scratches. Just, you know, no blood on the car. Like a gigantic gash in the back of the head. But thank God the car didn't get any blood on it. The, the Lexus came out really clean. It ran him over. It killed him. But he got no blood anywhere. There was a hair. It was a human hair. And then it wasn't a human hair. And then they didn't like that. And so now they're going to test it again and then destroy the evidence. And this is this is law and order. This is justice, I guess, to them in Norfolk County. And there was a piece of tail. There was a piece of cocktail glass as well embedded in the bumper. I don't know how it got embedded. Like a URL. It got embedded. In the bumper somehow. I, I guess that's the thing. So anyway, back to the recreation here. She allegedly brought him over here. Like she 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 pulled over like pulled over here to like wait for him to text back because Ryan Nago is it is 62 feet. And then we got some good angles. So by the way, this, see like, see this angle right there? Oh, okay, that was a good shot. So this angle, this is how they got him out. So this is where I'm standing where the Ford Edge was parked now. Right there. That's where the Ford Edge would have been parked. And let me go to the side here. And as you can see here, there's a, a big gate. There's a gate in the fence. The Ford Edge would part like this is you think Brian Albert's going to put drag the body from the basement up the stairs and out the garage door? No, 
He's going to bring it out back with that. Um, I always forget the name of this. The door that leads into the basement. The fuck's the outdoor door? Whatever it's called. Hatchback with the hunchback. What's it called? Hatch something. Something hatch. Bulkhead. Why am I saying hatch? The bulkhead door. The bulkhead door. Cool, mom. Thank you. Um, that guy. Yeah, so thank you. Uh, they're going to bring him out there. And then look at the straight line. They can just drag him. It's like 20 feet, 30 feet maybe. Boom. Leave him right there. And I like how these idiots are like, well, huh. Where they're gonna? Why would why would they leave them on the front lawn where everyone's gonna see it? Uh, because it's better than chopping them up and throwing them in the in the in the reservoir. Like, what what do you think they're gonna do with them? That was their best bet. It was their only move. Throw them on the front lawn. Just say Lucky Lockwood did it, or or Karen Reed, whoever. It doesn't matter. He didn't come in the house. I don't know how the fuck that body got there. Because they're not gonna come inside anyway. The cops aren't gonna come inside. So what the fuck does it matter? So I thought that was good. That's going to block it. It's got the tree, you know, the bushes over there. You pull his body, boom. It's the shortest possible way. They brought it right from the backyard. That's what they did. So we're going to see, I mean, how absurd is this? So she, why the hell would she be all the way over there? That's directly in front of 32 Fairview. Why would they do that? It makes no sense whatsoever. You, you explain that one. But she's just sitting. Like they want us to believe that she's just sitting over there. Doing what? And it's like John got out of the car right here. He's like, okay, he's gonna stand right here and let you run me over. Right. right. So it's snowing. The tire is gonna make a lot of noise. Tire, right? It's not snowing. Not so it's not And then she's gonna hit him. Well, he's what? Holding this cocktail glass right here. Why isn't he going in the house? And how does he end up over there? Well, he ends up like right here. Yeah. So we put it like you know, I'm trying to do it right. Well, I mean, even the distance way over here. That's like twelve feet. That's like twelve feet. It's a basketball hoop plus two. That would be like right here. No, man. Well, so maybe he wasn't talking. I'm just saying talking. I don't know if you can get talking from there. But I don't know how this body gets right there. Right. I mean, you're playing out themselves. We're going to see. So this thing's just stood here. And like, yo, 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 come here, please. Go ahead. Like, take a look at the car. Look how far away the car is. You see someone coming at you and rush like that? Like that? Yeah, Anytime you get away, right? Oh, yeah. The car didn't go in the lawn. No one's alleged that, right? The car never, there's no tire marks on the lawn. Oh, I wanted that dog to take a shit on the Kelleher's lawn so badly. It didn't. Or did it? No, she picked it up. I was hoping she didn't pick it up. All right, there we go. All right, so now we're going to do it. Watch this. Here we go. Here's the test. Watch this. Go. Watch this. Watch what happens. I've never watched. I get. I go to fourteen miles an hour. Whoa, bro! I crashed. I ran. Look at this. I ran on the line. Oops. You're on the. Curb. I didn't. I went in the street. Yeah, you're on the grass. It's a brand new car. No. Oopsie. Yeah. So, like, did you see how fast it went you're by still, Richie, though? back tires like, Look out. Like, right? That's 14 miles an hour. So, if Karen Reed <laughs> went in reverse, if John was just sitting there, 
Fairview Road curves. Guys, it curves right there. It is a nice car, isn't it? I love that thing. It, Fairview Road curves. So she, uh, like, if you went in a straight line, you would do what I just did right there. Now, keep in mind, I'm sober. It's the middle of the day, and there's no snow on the ground. And that was 14, not 24. And I ran into the freaking curb or lawn. So if she did it, <laughs> it's her first time running someone over in reverse. We can't assume she's a professional at this. She hits him, and then, but her car doesn't go in the line because Carrie's gangster like that. She goes and she knows just when to cut the wheel, and bam, boom, and it still knocks him to the side somehow. I don't know. Luckily, John just didn't move. He was an easy target, I guess, because he was bending over to pick up the cocktail glass. You're on the curb. Am I really? Yeah, you're on the grass. No. You're still your back tire is up. Oopsie. <laughs> I really want to drive. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you went right up on it. You can see your tire mark. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, dude, it comes at you fast. Like, yeah. How do you let me try that again? Okay. So that's 14. Do you want to send up and then we get it up to 24? So let's check out the one where we got the 24. And then I apologize. We don't get the 24. We the next one goes to 17. I'll show you this one. We try it again. Okay, so here we go. A Tesla. Oh, this guy. A guy gets out and he comes over. I'm like, I'm trying to like, kill someone here. I'm trying to do a murder. Okay, so what did I get to there? Like, I'll rewind that real quick. So now I let's see how fast I can go. Watch how fast this comes at you. Although I hit the brake a little bit. Like, it's scary. Like, it's hard. It's hard to do that. It's hard to just, it's fucking scary. Once you start hearing the engine rev when you're going in reverse, you're like, shit. I, I assume the LX has a bigger engine than the, R, than the RX 350. Because it's a fucking tank. It weighs three tons. So I would assume that, man, like you are a psychopath. If, if they're what they're accusing Karen Reed of is like psychopath shit. Like crazy. Crazy. So I think I got up to 17. Now. How was it? 17. It's a new <laughs> record. I mean, I can't even, like, I went two up on that one, and uh, we'll see. I mean, it gets scary. Like, it's like, I couldn't imagine having a person there and doing that. Like, that's fucking true. Like, it can't be manslaughter. Like, yeah. if she did that on purpose, which she didn't, obviously, because she's not, you have to be a fucking psycho. Right. That's yeah. all the time I'm thinking that, like, you got to be fucking psycho to do something like that. Sure. So, a crazy no fucking bitch. way. I mean, that's seven. That, would, that, that seemed fast. Yeah. I don't think I could have gone faster. I mean, you could go a little faster. I, dude, fucking reckless in the snow, too. Think yeah. of how loud that would have been. Yeah, and she would have pulled forward and then do that. And he's just standing here. 
And my car can accelerate faster than hers, too. Right. So, you know, maybe. We'll see. And what would he be doing just standing there? On a I, know, I guess he just wants to get hit. Yeah. I'm going to go take a picture of this guy. He wanted me to okay. take a picture of him. I just got one to take a picture of him. I'm like, hold on. I got to run someone over real quick. So I took a picture. Let's see. Okay. So we do it one more time. So he has to believe, right? And I think I did it one more time here. Oh, I, did I get the 19 one? Oh, yeah. So here's nine. So this is when I this is peak. So this is the fastest one I do. Again, Karen didn't get three tries though. She only got once and she knocked it off. And I mean, one all it took was one try. She went 19 miles an hour on this curvy road and or 24 miles an hour. I get to 19 here and it, I felt like I was going to die. Notice how you have to angle the tires that way, or else you'll hit the curve. That's the fastest I did. That's 19. It might not seem like a lot, but when you're driving in reverse, it feels fucking fast. 19 miles an hour there. That was pretty, uh, I mean, that felt fast as shit. Yeah, it looked fast. It looked fast. Like, was um, fast. Again, I don't, I don't think I could have gone about that. That was literally as fast as that. Not with that attitude. Uh, and I felt like I was dying. Like there was like the whole, like no, it was fucking okay. like a, an amusement park ride. Yeah. Except it's like real life, and she fucking like give me a break. Is a fucking she might have done it. No. So she, I mean, that that's fast. First of all, think of how loud that that was fast. Right? Yeah. Oh, calm really down, fast. turtle. That would seem really fast. Yeah. Turtle okay, guys. So uh, you're a turtle. You know. Um, turtle we'll see. Uh, we got some more testing out to do. You're a turtle. All right. All right. Are we good here? Yeah, I think we're good. Okay. So that's uh, the recreation. I just want to share that some good footage that hopefully we'll be seeing in the dock uh, in the future. Okay. Let me put this uh, mic back on. Uh, are we there? Okay. Um, so let me uh, read a couple turtle chats here. If we have any, let me see. Uh, a couple turtle chats here. First one is from Suzanne. Sends 25 bucks and says, for gas money on Tuesday, be sure to get pictures of Krusty. Ooh, yikes. Wonder if media will be there for that. Probably not because, you know, no one gives a shit about Krusty. Okay. Uh, next one. James sends 10 bucks and says, the 455 call is a slam dunk. Everything else is just smoke and mirrors. The 455 AM call. Which one is that? Not sure what you're referring to. The one that Julie Albert says she got, that one. Mike sends 10 bucks and says, is John leaving Waterfall with a cocktail glass confirmed? Yes, that is confirmed. He did leave with a cocktail glass. Uh, so you know he must have been shit-faced. First of all, he let Karen drive. He must have been housed. You know, and we can all picture it. Like, I'm so sick of the people like, she's a crazy bitch. Bitch, who wouldn't be crazy in that? Like, who wouldn't be mad? Who wouldn't be mad at their boyfriend in that situation? Because you don't assume he's dead. You assume he got shit faced, and you know, basically left the kids home alone with the girlfriend, who they're not her kids, and just ditched them. And you're like, oh, and then you did it. A, he did it a month ago, prior to that in Aruba. So she's pissed. Of course she's gonna be pissed. 
if she did, if she wasn't pissed about that, there'd be something wrong with her. Like that would be suspicious. But uh, thank you there for the dono, uh, Mr. Mike. Appreciate that. Uh, Diane sends 20 bucks and says, when you say you hate cheer, it makes me sad. <laughs> like Colin, my bad. Stop it. My girls did competition cheer, which is, oh, so my girls, my girl does, does competition cheer too for 11 years. And it is the most amazing sport. Highly disagree. Diane, if your daughter sticks with it, you're learn to love it too. I promise. Disagree. You're going to have to agree to disagree on that one. So I taught at Shepherd Hill. We had like the, our cheerleaders were the best. They won state championships all the time. I think the Whitman Hansen was their rival. Uh, uh, but they were like, you know, cheering was what Shepherd Hill was known for. And I would rather, no, I'm not. It's so, you know why it's number one. It's not a sport. It could be a sport, but you know why it's not a sport? Cause you get point deductions if you don't smile and you have to wear makeup and do your hair. No, in in sports you don't wear makeup in sports. Like it's not a sport. If you have to, if you have to smile, then you're not doing a sport. Sports should be gr like ugly. Sports should be like like making like full out effort. That's sports. If you have to smile, it's not a sport. It's a entertainment. And I don't sports have scoreboards. You know who's winning. So I go to my daughter's cheer competition, right? And I watch them and they do their thing. They're like, you're there for three minutes. There's a million fucking people there. And these cheer people that are like the moms obviously are way into it. And then the dads with the cheer dad shirts. I'm like, never going to be that guy. Nope. I go to the competitions when they're at the casino. That's it. And my, me and my son, we like, it's nice to have a son. Cause you can just, you have an excuse to leave. Like, we're going to watch you. We're here for you. We love you. And then we're out and watch your thing. And then we're out. We're going to cheer for you. We're going to clap and all that stuff. And so, um, you know, so we watch her perform and then I'm like, okay, are we winning? Who's winning? I don't know who the fuck's winning. Like what kind of sport is that? If you don't know who's winning, like, it's like, I don't even know who we're going against. It's like the next are the elite uh, you know, ECE from Tuxbury, give it up for Steel Curtain. And then 25 girls come out with their makeup on and you whatever. And, like, hey, and, everybody, and all the parents, are, they put you in a fucking pit. They put the parents in a pit. They corral you into a pit. And it's you have to wait in line to get in the pit. And when your kids are up, then you get to go in the pit. And you get to take pictures in there or else everyone be up top. They literally corral you in like pigs to slaughter. And then you get to watch your, you're there. That's like a 10 hour competition. Your kids go for three minutes and then they bring you in there and then your kid go. And then, and then like, and then the parents cheer along with it. And I'm like, did they do good? I don't know. They did the flips and some of them went up and then they came down and they caught them. And that was cool. And that was, it takes athleticism, no doubt about it, and coordination and all blah, 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 blah. Okay. Um, and then I know I'll never do dance. Oh God, no dance. And so uh, add this to the things, the list of things I don't like, like, you know, Thanksgiving, sharks, stuff like that, cheer competitions. So uh, 
you watch them do that, and then you're like, I don't know what the fucking score is. And that bothers me because I'm like, are those are we going against them? Nope, we're not with them. That's a different competition. What do they weigh too much? Like what, what is the different what is the competition? Like are there separate ones? Does Southbridge have its own division or like what what I don't get it. Who's going against two? So no, oh no, we're only going against four teams. What? You're only going against four teams? There's a thousand teams here. And what are the one of the, what one of the other teams you're going against? Oh, they're going in an hour. What? So and then and then you watch them and say, like, do I root against them? Am I supposed to hope a kid falls so my kid wins? Like, and then they go and I'm like, well, that how do I compare? Like, was that better than my kid? I don't know. Like, how am I supposed to know what's good? Did they smile enough? Did they smile enough? And I don't know. So anyway, that's my thoughts on cheer competitions. But I'll support anything my daughter does. Just don't expect me to like it. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, a couple more here. DW sends 50 bucks. Thanks, DW. He says, keep up the great work. Hardest working journalist in Massachusetts. I'm looking forward to the day we can open up the book of receipts and slam all the trolls who spent months claiming Karen Reed is guilty. Such fools. Oh, yeah. That's going to happen, man. I cannot wait. I hope you guys are doing your part and saving those receipts, man. Save them receipts. And by the way, shout out to Jane. You know who you are, Jane. You know who you are. Wasn't that hard to figure out. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, so thank you very much. Yeah, keep all those receipts of anyone who thinks Karen Reed is guilty because we're saving all those receipts, all of them. All right. Anyway, what else we got next? LTL. Nice to see you. LTL's back. Sends 10 bucks and says, Turtle Boy, let's do another show again soon. Update us. Brian from the LTL True Crime Podcast. Yeah, man, let me know. I'll go on whenever you want. I had a good time when I won the last time, so I'd be happy to go on again. Hit me up. Um, LTL True sends 10 bucks and says, oh, same thing. I think he sent me twice. So thank you, Brian. Um, <coughs> we have any more? Uh, another turtle chat here from Megan. Sends 50 bucks and says, love the stories about your kiddos. If you're ever feeling down, remind yourself that you're totally crushing parenting and your kids will be productive members of society as adults. Let me tell you, man, you guys are the nicest people. You gotta say the nicest things. You really do. You make me feel like it's like, I'll, I, I never feel, there's a lot of shit I take on this job. You know, a lot of crap. If I didn't have an army of people behind me reminding me that actually you're not the person that they're making you at, you're actually not a bad, you're not, you're not a criminal and you're actually doing a good thing. Um, then I might lose my mind, but because I have you people behind me, uh, I feel supported and loved and all that stuff. So thank you uh, for that one. Um, there's nothing more important than being a good parent. You're absolutely right. And crusty panties could never. That's true. With love from the 413. That's very thoughtful, Megan. I appreciate that very much. I also got a... Um, uh, yes, I did. I did give Jane a shout out there. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, we also have, um, let's see, Kevin sends 25 bucks and says, drop your politics. You should be a libertarian now. Kevin, I don't know if you're new here, but I appreciate the dono, sir. Um, but that I, that's another thing I can rant about. Libertarians. I hate libertarians. I hate them. Pick a fucking team. What are you doing? You just, you're the, you stop it. Libertarians. Kirk Minahan, like stop it, libertarian. I could, I've ranted about libertarians many times before. But uh, drop your politics. I don't know if you're telling me to drop my politics. Definitely not going to do that. I mean, I feel how I feel. 
But I, that's why I love the Karen Reed stories. Like I just haven't paid attention to politics and it's been great. It has been great. It's like, I feel so much better just not talking about politics. Not going to lie. Um, okay. Uh, Lisa. No, I already got that one from Lisa. Um, confirm. Okay. All right. Um, also, Emmy sends 10 bucks and says, loving the Santa daddy shirt. Thank you very much, Emmy. I'm glad you like that. And Audrey sends another five and says, my aunt ignores me to watch your lives. <laughs> That's okay. It looks like you're watching too, Audrey. So glad to hear it. Okay. If anyone else uh, wants to donate, the link is at the top of the chat. Or you can dollar sign uh, Uncle Turtle Boy on Cash App and shout out to 139 Rumble Rats over there. All you fine people. Okay. Uh, all right. So let's, um, I, this show is called emails. I just want to talk about this briefly. I'm going to do a story on this. So I finally got my FOIA uh, requests back. Uh, I, I decided to FOIA on November 16th, the Norfolk district attorney's office and, uh, the uh, entire town of Canton for certain keywords. Okay. And one of them, right with, uh, let's start with the district attorney's office. This guy, Brandon Hunt, who does the, uh, whatchamacallit's there. He's the attorney that does the records request there. He was a week late and he only communicated with my attorney. And every time he sent Tim Bradel uh, an email about like your client's FOIA request, he'd be like, what are you talking about? Why are you talking to me about this? Give it to him. Like, I, I'm not his father. Just go give him his freaking, he asked for a request, go give it to him. And so finally I got it. Okay. And I requested two things. Number one was a certain amount of keywords. Uh, and then another one was I wanted to look up that Alonzo Polk case, the one where the, the state trooper in Dedham, the retired state trooper named James Coughlin had a graduation party and a, a kid drowned in the backyard in a pool, 17 years old. His name was Alonzo Polk. There was an element of race to this because he was black and most of the other people in that neighborhood and at the home were white in the office and the homeowner was a, a retired trooper named James Coughlin. And when it happened, obviously nobody killed him on purpose or anything, but the fact of the matter is you're hosting a party where underage drinking's going on and you got a death there. So that's going to be a problem, but a lot. And so they were charged with something like providing alcohol to minors. I forget what the charges were. They pled guilty to one and the other got dropped. And they got like probation or something, both parents. Anyway, uh, there was a Alonzo Polk's brother was just a career criminal douchebag who was out for blood and, and started holding massive protests at four in the morning outside of the Coughlin's house. Sound from almost like a rolling rally outside of his house. And then they went to the home of a witness and demanded that the witness who was a teenager change his testimony to something that could help make James Coughlin look worse. And so when he didn't change it, he was physically assaulted by Alonzo Polk. Alonzo Polk's brother, I apologize. Roshan Drain, I think was his name. And so I asked to FOIA all emails. I'll, I'll see the keywords in this. I'm going to bring up the FOIA in one sec here. All right, here we go. 
So I asked to FOIA all of the emails. Um, <laughs> let me bring it up. Where'd it go? Because, oh, and, and I, I asked to FOIA these emails specifically because the attorney for James Coughlin said that there was, um, what did the attorney for James Coughlin say? Oh, that they had contacted Norfolk District Attorney's Office about Alonzo Pogue's brother doing that and wanted witness intimidation charges and none were filed. That's what it said in a motion. And I'm being charged, like, that's the definition of witness intimidation. They showed up at a witness's house, demanded that he change his testimony. Somebody directly related to the case did that, not just some journalist. Somebody directly related to the case did that. And then when they didn't get their way, they assaulted the witness. It's like the definition of witness intimidation. And no charges were filed by the same. And this happened like days before the Karen Reed case. And by the way, the same, the guy showed up, Alonzo Polk's brother showed up at court in September and assaulted James Coughlin. And by the way, you know who was the detail officer that day for the state police that was supposed to make sure that Coughlin didn't get assaulted? Brian Tully. Brian Tully was, of course, because he's, maybe he's too busy building a case on me. I don't know. So I asked for. All email communications between the attorneys uh, for James Coughlin, those three guys, and ADA Sean Riley regarding the case against Coughlin. All communications between the attorneys for James Coughlin that contain the keywords witness intimidation, threats, threatened, Roshan drain, or stick together on this. And then all communications between Coughlin, his attorneys, and David Traub. So they say a responsive to part one of your request, which is this one, James Coughlin and Sean Riley, or his attorney, please find enclosed email correspondence between them, 41 pages. Of these records, third party, last names, and whatever are kept out of there. Additionally, references to charges and discussions of criminal proceedings of third parties were withheld because it may contain a person's criminal history and is therefore exempt from disclosure. So charges in discussions of criminal proceedings of third parties, like Roshan Drain. And they, and so they, any email, that means that basically we kept the witness intimidation shit out. We're, we're, we're not giving that to you. So now I'm going to have to appeal this. And then he goes on to say that, Records responding to part two are presently exempt from public disclosure. So part two is this emails between Coughlin that contain the keywords witness intimidation, threats, threatened, stick together on this, et cetera. So why, why did they keep this from me? Let's see. They are exempt from public disclosure. Because those emails pertain to an active, ongoing criminal investigation. Who Against who? This case is literally closed. It's literally closed. 
Among the reasons for exemption, the, pre the prevention of the disclosure of confidential investigative techniques and procedures or sources of information, the encouragement of individual citizens to come forward and speak freely with police concerning matters under investigation, and the creation of initiative that police officers might completely be completely candid in recording their observations. What? All I know is this. What could be the active investigation? It can't be anything involving James Coughlin because that's done. Oh, wait. It's me. They don't want me to see it because I'm the one being investigated for witness intimidation. And he, he goes on. Look at this one down here. He actually wrote this. Regarding to the records pertaining to parts one and two of your request, alongside a concurrent media request directed to this office for identical information, the Norfolk District Attorney's Office cannot be reasonably assured whether this request may be part of a potential legal defensive strategy related to the ongoing criminal prosecution of which you are a defendant. So they're you guys see what they're saying here? You see what they're saying there? They're saying that they are not going to give me what I'm looking for because this request may be part of a potential legal defensive strategy involving my case, which is, yes, you got it. That's quite literally what I'm doing. I'm looking for evidence that your office allows witness intimidation to happen in other cases and doesn't prosecute. So that I can show that there are two standards of justice here in your county. And they're telling me that you can't have that because it involves your case. So if any of you filed this exact same FOIA, they would give it to you. But they won't give it to me. You got that? That, that like you are, oh, because you're fighting for your life? and trying to fight off these felony, we can't give it to you. No fucking way. Yeah, it's called with, you think the, like these, this is the, in case the, in case it wasn't obvious that these people are blatantly corrupt. If you want to file a FOIA with them, again, I'll show you how to do it. I'm going to write a story about this anyway, and then I'll do it in there, or I'll just write it out. And so they, they literally withhold it for that reason. And so the emails that they do give me are like useless. So they give me all these emails about um, like all these correspondence between attorneys, Brian Kelly and Sean Riley, just about the case and blah, 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 the discs. And there's nothing in here I can use. It's 41 pages of useless bullshit. I'm only, by the way, talk about Garino in here. <laughs> what does it say about Garino? He's mentioned a bunch in here. I don't know. They basically the defense can't get what they want. I talked to attorney um, Riley, but he was pissed about this too. It's such bullshit. It's such bullshit. So, so there's that one. And then I filed another one uh, with Norfolk County district attorney's office. What did I get with that one? Hold on. Is that one worth talking about? I asked for all emails that have the keywords Turtle Boy, Aiden Carney, Aiden Carney. Okay. And they said these 
I'll just read it to you. It says, these records are presently exempt from public disclosure pursuant to statutory exclusions because those emails pertain to an active and ongoing criminal investigation. Among the reasons for exemption are the prevention of the disclosure of confidential investigative techniques, procedures, or sources of information, the encouragement of an individual citizen to come forward and speak freely with police, blah, 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 blah. This office received written authorization from your attorney, Tim Bradle, to communicate directly with you. This office, however, cannot be reasonably assured whether this request may be part of a potential legal defensive strategy related to the ongoing criminal prosecution in which you are named as a defendant. So they tell me that you can't get emails in which your name is mentioned, public emails, because we're investigating you. So you can't read those emails. You can't read what we're saying about you. Can you believe that? We'll find out if they'll give them my attorney. I mean, it's just like, wow. In any of, or any of you, is it legal? I don't know. I don't know. Like it, anything's legal in Norfolk County. As long as they, as long as Michael Morrissey's co blatantly corrupt office is the one telling you that. Now, I also got an email from the town of Canton. That's 915 pages and cost me $62 and 50 cents. And it's complete bullshit. Let me show you this. So, <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm looking for the same keywords here on, uh, for the town is I go for any Canton police officer or any town employee like Chris Albert. Anyone like that, I want it all. That mentions certain keywords. And so the first like 500 pages of this are, are from Twitter. Twitter, info at Twitter. Okay. And they're all to Helena Rafferty with subject my name because my name is one of the keywords. Aiden Carney tweeted, Jen McCabe asked the judge. And then I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And then it hit me. And then it hit me. Helena Rafferty, because she's so professional, when she signed up for a Twitter account, she used her goddamn town email address to sign up. She, she didn't use a, just a, a Gmail account or something. She used her official chief of police email to sign up for Twitter. And she specifically signed up to be alerted every time I tweet. So that's why you got 500 pages here. The first 500 pages of this document are my tweets that Helena Rafferty signed up to get. Can you believe that? She used her goddamn town of Canton email address to create a Twitter account. And then specifically signed up to get alerts anytime I tweet something. Can you like? Can you believe that? Let's not forget. In in January, 
She was singing my praises on Twitter about Lindsay Clancy. How compassionate I was about that. Now she doesn't like me because I'm a criminal now or something, you know? And so there's my, like my tweets are all coming up. So this is all the records requests. I'm like, I'm not, I, I, I got my own tweets. Cause this woman's like obsessed with me. Apparently like what a loser, what a loser. So it's all tweets, all tweets and like updates about shit. And <laughs> so, okay. So I go all the way down here and like anything that I liked comes up, <laughs> like everything's on there. Make sure to get in touch with Shannon LeBerry from Turtle Boy Secrets. <laughs> oh, my beef with the Miri King came up. Okay. So this keeps going. More tweets. Okay. Okay. Now, what do we got here? Okay. I don't even know what those are. Okay. Can community TV comes up more tweets from me. Look at that. We're on page like 600 now and it's still goddamn tweets. Like what? All right. And then you get a bunch of like, how did this one come up? R slattery. This is from Reardon. Where's the keyword in here? I don't understand. Like, what is this? This illegal bakery. I told Charlie, we also received a call about foodborne illness and illegal. Oh, oh, look at this. How about this? Hi, Ruth. You may be getting a call from Charlie duty this afternoon about cakes by Nicole. So whatever cakes by Nicole is there, they got snitched on. So, um, this is to Ruth Slattery, whoever she is from Reardon, whoever that is and says, Charlie said that he received a call about cakes by Nicole making turtle boy cakes without a permit. So somebody snitched on cakes by Nicole making turtle boy cakes. I told Charlie duty that we also received a call about foodborne illness and illegal bakeries. I told Charlie that you spoke with Nicole who said she's not running a business. She makes cakes for friends. So Nicole is making cakes in her home. And someone snitched on her because she's making turtle boy cakes. Charlie believes that Nicole may now be advertising turtle boy cakes. He may be calling you with Nicole's advertisement. I told Charlie, if she is selling cakes, we will require that she apply for res They're harassing some woman making cakes in her kitchen. Can you believe this? This is what the town of Canton's doing. Oh, we got a situation here. Barbara Reardon, the director of public health is on that one. Uh, how about director of public health? You do something about the dead bodies in your town that end up uh, appearing on lawns. That's <laughs> my COVID day for tweet. Of course, someone this useless work for the FBI that just comes up next, you know? So anyway, so it goes on and on. Okay. More tweets. Look at all these goddamn tweets. The Grace Curley show. All right. What do we got here? No more tweets. It's this one. Oh, and then I got into someone else. Rhonda Snyder from Maine Journal News. Got in this pissing match with them. Looking for Lucky Lawford stuff. And she also asked Turtle Boy keywords. So this comes up. Her entire correspondence, which is like the next 300 pages. 
I got I went through all that. I'm like, okay. They're giving her the runaround too. Of course, they give everyone the runaround. And we got another one here. Okay. Chameleon is asking for Charles Duty to give them Lucky, Lochran, Aiden, Aiden, Carney, and Turtle Boy. A staff person from this office would need to read through the documentation. Okay. 80 hours, they, they said it would take. Oh, so Chameleon is the... Um, hmm. Sorry. Okay. Um, she runs the town. Oh, none of these people want to do any work. Okay. So they, they argue. So this, they tell the Rhonda Snyder woman, this is going to cost 80 hours worth of work at $25 an hour. So basically, you know, fuck you. You're not doing shit. <coughs> anyway, uh, what is this one? The town is a street named Turtle Brook Road. <laughs> and, it, uh, and the town has or has had multiple employees with the names Lawfren and Aiden. Okay. So they're going to basically take for, they're giving her the runaround there. So they argue some more. Any other, there was a couple other good emails here, but this one just took forever. This back and forth took forever. The plow logs, the GPS. Okay, they keep going on. 900 fucking pages of this bullshit. Can you believe this? I'm going to skip ahead to find something. We're still on Rhonda. Still going with Rhonda here. Okay. More tweets. Okay, there's more tweets of mine that come up. And this comes like this comes up. <laughs> like They're sharing my articles. Like what? These people are obsessed with me. Get a life. Seriously, clean up your town. Like, how many times is that going to come up? Okay. I don't even know what some of these tweets are. I don't, I didn't get it all. I'm like, I don't get what all this is, but um, somebody sent Jay Turner on October 13th asked the district attorney utilizing the special prosecutor statute. I oh, know this is uh, David Traub basically saying that we passed that case on to someone else. Okay, what else do we have here? The Patriot Ledger asked for a comment on it. I want to find one more thing I found interesting. Oh, Doc Jones. So this is the one. All right. So Doc Jones on October 25th requests, um, I am filing a records request. Let me pull this up. Who's Doc Jones? Anyone know Doc Jones? I'm filing a rec records request to the petition relating to the petition for the special town meeting between the dates September 1st and today. It will include all emails and text messages. That's a good one. That contain the following keywords. Because people forget about this. That you are allowed to get text messages. That any of these people, if they use their phone on the job, you get access to their phone. You get to see anything that they go through. Right? They, you know, anything like that. And so search for these keywords. Town meeting, petition, investigation, Rita Lombardi, Kathleen Holly, Tara Schumann, 
Chris Albert, Select Board, all this stuff. Dr. Turtle Boy. The individuals in question that were requesting a search for pertinent records are the entire select board, the town manager, whoever this lady is, some of these people. This is the town clerk, the chief of police, and Edward Leon, the corrupt cop there um, that covered up uh, the egg throwing incident. Okay. So Doug, jo- Doug, uh, what is his name? Doc Jones asked for that. Okay. And then watch what happens here. This is wild. So somebody writes back, Louis Jutras, the town nerd, writes back, definitely will have thousands of responses. Not sure of the legality of asking for text messages. You are allowed to. There was an incident in Boston a couple years ago where two members of the school committee were texting during a meeting. And the Boston Herald did a a public records request to get their messages. And they got them. Even though they were their personal phones, they were using them during a meeting so they're public. And they wrote back and forth calling what they were both Latina, these two members, and they were calling the concerned white parents from West Roxbury they were calling them the Westy Whiteys. Do you guys remember that story? They called them the Westy Whiteys. And they, they never thought that that would be seen. But they're writing racist messages back and forth to each other. Let me pull it up right now. Boston Globe, Westy. No, no. Boston Herald, right? Westy Whiteys uh, School Committee. Keyword search that. Check this out because this is all legal. Like this, any, Boston school committee members resign over racially charged texts sent during October meeting. It says here, the two Boston school committee members have resigned over racially charged, charged text messages that say they sent to one another. Um, in October, the board heard from families about the district's exam, whatever Lorna Rivera and Alexandria Oliver Davila, AOD. Oh God. Are the second and third committee members respectively to step down? I'm sick of the Westy whiteys. Rivera texted her referring to the city's West Roxbury neighborhood. According to a transcript obtained by Boston globe colonists, it was the globe. Marcella Garcia, wait until the white racists start yelling at us, Rivera said. Whatever, they're delusional. I hate West Roxbury. (laughs) And so, according to the Globe, the text did not appear in materials provided to the newspaper last fall when it requested all texts and emails among committee members about Boston public school matters. That night, the committee voted unanimously. So the, the Boston Globe asked for uh, all text messages between school committee members, and they did not get any between the two women, but they noticed that they were texting each other during the meeting. So, um, they ended up saying like, uh, wait, see, so they get that whole text message exchange as of Monday. It was unclear why the messages were omitted, but they ended up getting them. So it says, 
Whenever there is a request for records held on private device, we have to analyze whether the records pertain to public business. That analysis was done and records responsive to the requests were provided. So, uh, yeah, I mean, so that like you, you, like anything they text, it's like, it's case. It's like right there. They have to, they have to hand it over. So this guy, doc Jones here is asking for the same thing from Canton people. And watch how it's handled in Canton. How they hand them over. Wait, do you see what Helena Rafferty does here? Okay. Tracy Kenny's asking for him. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, more tweets. There's more of my tweets come up. Okay. Helena Rafferty. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> okay. Um, Helena and Ed. Please see the following request. So this is to uh, Helena Rafferty and Ed Lehan. Lou will check the town email, but I must ask that you each of you check to see if you have any responsive text messages. And if so, please let me know. Thank you, Tracy Kenny, town clerk. So she asks them, just check in your phone and do it yourself. And what do you... so? Helena Rafferty looks into it and let's see the record. Let's see what she sends back to her. Let's see. Okay. More of this shit. Okay. More of that, more of this. Okay. I'm going to ask Helena about this. All right, we'll get to the one where Helena fucking chimes in more tweets. God, she could turn the notifications off. You don't have to get a goddamn email every time someone you follow tweets, especially me. Oh, how about this? So this is what they say. Please read the following public records request and let me know if you have any text messages, whether or not on a town phone or your personal phone that contain the keywords as stated. No need to send any copies of texts at this point. So it's, it's just the honor system. Let us know. Please let us know if you have any and how long you estimate it will take to prepare copies for this request. So let's see what happens. Let's see how many people respond to this and what they say. Oh, Gail says, no, I got nothing. No, it was trusting Gail, whoever she is. I think gives a shit about Gail. What else do we have here? Charlie Duty says, uh, I do have some. No emails. I estimate it'll take me an hour. So Charlie Duty is going to hook him up. He's got some some of those emails that do come up. The special town meeting. There's probably something in his email about the special town meeting. Um, I want to get to Helena Rafferty. I'll find it in here. Basically, Helena Rafferty and uh, Chris Albert completely ignores the email. Does not get back to him at all. Just doesn't turn it in. And it's not a problem. She asks three times to get the emails. Just doesn't respond. He just doesn't respond. Helena Rafferty responds. She's like, I checked it out. It's all set. Nothing there. So we are to assume that these people that just look at their phone, they're like, yeah, we're good. It also gives them the opportunity to delete, by the way, which is just wild. So basically in Canton, it's just like the most corrupt 
the most corrupt town ever, and they don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. So, anyway, there's that. Uh, I'll, I'll have a, a story on that coming later in the week. Um, let me read any turtle chats if we have any here. Got some turtle chats to get a bang through? Give me one sec. Cheer mom. Oh, God. There you have it. Shout out to all the New England teams who advanced to day two of AYC Nationals, especially Norton 10 and under and 14 and under. Let's go. We love you, Steph. Free Karen Reed. We lo- Okay. Good job, Steph. I'm happy for you. Happy for the Norton cheerleading team. Uh, again, one of my issues with this is like everyone advances. That's the other thing. There's like you're going against four teams and like everybody in fourth place. It's And then they get called for fourth and they cheer. It's like, but you got last, but that's last. And they all, you're like, what's the prize? You get to go to Disney World and you're paying. What? What kind of prize is that? I can go to Disney World whenever I want. It's a big racket. So, but people like it. So good for the Norton cheer. Uh, next up, John sends 25 bucks. Okay. So, uh, so this person says, didn't, and, and I'm not going to read this whole thing because I'm not, I like this person. So didn't, uh, he lists the woman name, formerly known as someone else, threatened to release your daughter's cheerleading schedule a few years ago, right around the time that she accompanied crusty panties to a court date against you. I ask because she is now a full-blown free Karen Reed supporter, and she claims she's on good terms with you. I get all these female psychotic traders mixed up. So, um, that okay, John. So this individual that he wrote about uh, certainly back in the day wasn't a fan of mine. But like people move on. Like so, basically, this individual contacted me and was like, uh, I'd written a story, I'd written an article about it, and was like, you know. It's not who I am. I forget what exactly she said, but she's like, is there anything we could do to get it taken down? And I'm like, yeah, all you had to do was ask. And I just took it down. And she's like, you know, she's, she's a, uh, an ardent free Karen Reed supporter now. So yeah, I've moved on. It's just like, that's what you do. Like I don't hold grudges against people. I'm not all about having grudges. Like ask anyone. There's very few people. I'll just never forgive ever. Like for the most part, I'm willing to like just like kind of like let guy bygones be get bygones. You know, it's like it is what it, like life is too short for grudges. That's the way I see it. So, thank you for the dono there. I appreciate it, John. Uh, next up, Ali sends ten bucks and says, "You are blazing the trail for what should we should all stand for. Keep leading and setting example for us and our children on what being a true American is." Oh, thank you, sir. Justice for John. Free Karen Reed. Free Turtle Boy. Um, I appreciate that. Um, next up. David sends 25 bucks and says, I'm a diehard libertarian and I would never say you need to drop the politics. You don't need to share my political beliefs for me to respect your opinion. Keep up the good work and fuck the crusty McAlberts. Thank you very much. Good, good way of putting it, David. I appreciate that, sir. Um, Paul sends 25 bucks and says, oh yeah. And I got to have Paul on Tuesday. Remind me, Paul, I'm going to have Paul on Tuesday to talk about the protest. So there is a, a March rather on December 17th. That is next. Sunday or no? Yeah, Sunday. Next Sunday. There's a protest at the Canton police station at 1 p.m. It says, come stand up for our First Amendment rights. The Canton 9 plus others. Corruption with the Canton police. 
the Norfolk District Attorney's Office, and the State Police. We need everyone meet at 92 Pleasant Street. 92 Pleasant, I guess there's a parking lot there. Justice for John, free Karen Reed, and free Turtle Boy. So uh, that is the 17th. I'll definitely try to make an uh, appearance at that. Uh, I just hope that nobody that's scared or sad of me um, is there because can't be within 100 feet of them. So there's that. Okay. Um, thank you, Paul. For or Paul's a great guy. He's been organizing a lot of the protests and the standouts, and we appreciate that from Paul. Um, do we have any cash apps here? I don't know if we do. Okay, good. I think we're good. Okay. All right, cool. Anyone else have any questions they want to ask me? What's this? Apparently Proctor was at the Army Navy game today. A turtle rider um, was working. This is the interaction they had and proof of his transaction. Five people have messaged me to send it to you. Name on bottom. No, no tip. Okay, so let me read this. Sorry for the novel, but here you go. It was 10 minutes past kickoff, so the line was very crowded. Proctor came up and said, what's with the button? And he was wearing a, she was wearing a free Karen Reed pin. So was Proctor working a detail or was he just watching the game? Me, and she said, I'm in support of Karen Reed, the girlfriend of a Boston police officer that was framed for his murder when he was found dead in the front lawn of another Boston police officer. Crime scene disaster, altered reports, Canton police, Norfolk DA. You should check it out. Proctor said, she's 100% guilty. She responds, not a chance. Proctor says, you shouldn't be wearing that. Take that off. Get out of here. She said, no. And he said, I know things about this that you don't. She said, you don't know who I am. He said, you don't know who I am. I think she does. He said, she said, you asked me about it. Proctor, you shouldn't be wearing that here. Her, I'm fine, thanks. I know what I'm doing. Proctor, you shouldn't be wearing that. Her, I'm good. Now he's walking away and yelling back at me. Proctor, you'll be made a fool of in a couple months. They're so confident and cocky about this. We'll see, she says. Proctor, I know you will. And I'll see you then. Her, I'll remember you. Him, yes, you will. Then he walked, was he drunk? Then he walked away mumbling to the person he was walking with. She then said, freak Henry. Now, I couldn't do that. He's scared of me. And so she provided his receipt here. Oh, and it's signed Michael D. Proctor at the bottom. And Michael Proctor bought from Gillette Stadium food and beverage at the local kitchen at 3.40 in the afternoon. He got a $6 French fry. Tip. He wrote in zero. This fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Although I don't know if you tip on fries. But either way, it's just like, what a piece of shit this guy is, huh? Piece of shit. Wow. That is wild. That is wild. So, okay. It, 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 I almost want to say, it, it, normally it's just like, well, I don't have any evidence of that, except she's got a receipt. With his fucking name on it. That happened. So that's that's legit. And he's like, this this minimum wage worker who's working the Army Navy game is getting harassed by Proctor. Picture how pissed he is. Good. 
Wear it everywhere, guys. Wear that shit everywhere. You never know when you're going to run into one of these assholes. Fuck them. Good. Can you believe the cockiness of them all, too? You'll see in a few weeks. Yeah, well, we'll see who said in the... I'm, you know what the correct answer is? I'm not the one under FBI investigation, so good luck with that, pal. Good luck with that. Yeah, that's that's a legit receipt. I don't know if anyone else saw that, but that's pretty legit. All right, anyone else have any questions before we call it a night? Stop it, Mary Poppin. <laughs> this is what they all keep saying. Wait till you see. I know. We got a big bombshell coming. Yeah, where I mean, you guys don't mind. They don't mind leaking information. What do you got? Well, the, the way do you see the EDR? Let's see it. How it, I'm quite confident none of that is going to explain the autopsy photos. I, none of it's going to make any sense. Go, yeah, go home and get your shine box. That's the correct answer. Yeah, he had to drive by the uh, billboard. I ended up seeing the billboard recently for the first time. I met some turtle riders uh, last night. Uh, great people. There's a lot of turtle riders down in that Route 1 area. The Foxborough to Dedham Shuffle. That's right. She did say that you're going to be made a fool of. That's right. Is that in like the morning email that they all get? All right. All right, guys. Uh, so I'm getting a little tired and thirsty. I ran out of beverages here. But uh, we will see you guys all for the next episode of Turtle Boy Live on Tuesday. And uh, yeah, peace, Turtle Riders.